Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the very last episode of For Geek's Sake. I'm going to be fine. Oh, my uh, God. No, you're not. I'm going to be fine. Uh, Did my I break you? My name is Al Sterling in the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. We got technical director Eli. It's not my fault. And, uh, of course, our, our amazing co-host, uh, Liz. Hello. Hold on. I got a thing. I got to do a thing. I got to get the audio on this. It's not, it's not going to go well. This is going to go terribly. See, sh- it's our last that episode. That was so goddamn loud. So, uh, champagne. We're champagne. S- we're celebrating or mourning or something. I don't know. So we're doing this Irish wake style. So what are we doing this week, Al? What's, what's special about today's episode? Uh, it's our it's our last one. Oh. I think mostly. I should read the Slack more often. Yeah, you should check that out, man. <laughs> We're, hope you're not. You're, That's why we have all these uh, fine wines and cheeses. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> so I, feel like, I feel like we have more than that sitting around. We here. do. We do. We've got to give a shout out to JLMO. Yes, we have. Because she brought us forty crystal burgers. So many crystals. All of the crystals. We've got to give a shout out to my boyfriend Sam because he sent me with champagne and cheese, and because he th- so he thinks that everything in life needs to be celebrated with meat, cheese, and wine, which He's, I'm, which he, is essentially why we're together. Because I also believe that everything in life should be celebrated with meat, cheese, and wine. So all right, so let's do this right at the gate. Uh, uh, cheers. This is a great episode to catch on uh, YouTube, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, cheers everybody. Oh, you can tell that those were free range grapes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can tell mm-hmm. that they were cageless. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're fed an organic diet. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Those yep. are some organic ass grapes. Mm. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Getting notes of um, grapes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was too, actually. Yeah. Uh, so Tannins. this this week has been uh, a little bonkers for us. Uh, I wanted to share with you a couple things. First, uh, uh, we got an email from this guy. So this is, this is how cool this guy is. Uh, a couple of years ago, I'm at Dice Tower Con. I'm playing Dead of Winter. I've been 2015. Uh, we were just getting the show off the ground. And uh, I was at Dice Tower Con playing Dead of Winter, which is a game that was loosely inspired by uh, a game with uh, Walking Dead. Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Mm-hmm. And um, I was sitting along with these guys, and I was telling them, hey, I did a board game podcast. We've done like maybe half a dozen episodes. And, uh, and so he, he started listening, and he has been listening ever since. And I haven't even talk to the guy in the intervening four years, but he sent us this incredibly awesome email uh, that actually said, I thought you'd appreciate this. I'm going to read a little bit. His name is Peter, by the way. Uh, and Peter, Peter writes saying, um, see, I started mostly because I felt it was the polite thing to do, but I was instantly drawn to your choice of copyright music. The banter you had with Danielle <laughs> back then and the interesting range of topics you covered. Uh, so I thought you'd appreciate it. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was one of, one of Dan's <laughs> concerns was the uh, ridiculous amount of copyright music that we used. <laughs> what are you going to do? None of those made it to YouTube. Um, so, yeah, that, uh, that was cool. But he did, and he said he was just really awesome. Just like, so, Peter, I want to just, I wanted to, I didn't even reply to the email because I wanted to do it on air and just say, yeah. Peter, thank you so much. You know, so I want to call out one of the um, excerpts from Peter's email that really, really got to me. And he said somewhere in the middle of the email, thank you so much for everything you did and all the hard work all of you put into the show. I would like to think there are more people like me who consistently enjoy what you do, but unfortunately do not have the time to give a proper thanks. You really do have a bigger positive impact on the world than you might realize. And... That is, I think, just the coolest thing that anyone could say to us because I think that we lose sight of the fact that really it's just, you know, usually the four of us plus whatever guests we have in here sitting around just 
talking shit about stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, to hear people reach out and say that we've been a positive influence like that. That's incredibly humbling. And And we got, we got another, we got an incredible message uh, from uh, uh, Brad Hinton, who you might know better as our senior depressed, senior depression correspondent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He didn't really want that title. It just kind of got, you know, (laughs) it's, it's what stuck. It's what has, what happened. Uh, And he was, and he, he was, he was saying that, um, how much he's enjoyed the show and how much he's learned about a whole bunch of other pieces of geek culture that went way beyond it. Uh, and then we got another one from uh, Stravin Wysocki, uh, who said, thank you. It's like, it's just it, the outpouring of support from our listeners has been fucking amazing. So uh, we're going to get through this one without crying. Um, no, we're not. Well, no, <laughs> we're going to try. I'm going to drink to the point where I don't cry because if I drink yeah. enough, I could become dead inside. So <laughs> that's obviously the plan. Oh, I should stop drinking then because do you, you go the other way? Oh, yeah. I'm the total yeah. I'm the total drunk crank girl. Um, I, I pre-gamed. I haven't had water for four days. So <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> it's good. Dehydration is actually great for stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and by the way, we also have a very special guest coming in for our main topic, which will be Geek Predictions. We'll be bringing her on via Skype in a little bit. But first, let's do some This Week in Geek. Uh, there was, a, listen, the geek universe gave us several presents. So oh, many yes. gifts. So many gifts. The geek gods are smiling on our last episode. I'll tell, I'll tell you, you what, man. So, so Dan, <laughs> you want to start us off? So James Gunn has been rehired to be the director of Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy 3. Or was he ever actually fired? Like, I don't want to say I called it because I don't want to be that guy. Uh-huh. But like, did we? Did any of us ever really think that James Gunn wasn't gonna direct Guardians of the Galaxy three? Especially because we talked about it. Especially after the entire cast came out and was like, "We don't support this." Especially Batista, right? Yeah, yeah. And I and Pratt. I mean, Pratt is a huge Christian. Uh-huh. Very, very, you know, uh, forward with his religion and, and speaking out about it and. He was standing up for him. Yeah. Um, but the crazy thing is now he's going to be directing this and supposedly he's going to be directing Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. The, uh, the, the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. The Suicide yeah, yeah. Not a Not a sequel. No. Right. You know, but a reboot. Well, he's you, writing and directing both of these, yeah. <laughs> which is incredible. So he's going to be walking into universes here. When is, you're sec- when is, you're sorry, when your sequel turns into a reboot, like, come on, guys. Yeah. Damn I know. It, DC. I know that our main topic is predictions that we're not there yet, but is James Gunn single-handedly going to save the comic book universe? <laughs> the comic book cinematic universe? Well, only one of them has a cinematic universe, so that's yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, well, you know, the, he got canned right around the same time that Roseanne got canned. Yeah, and so no, I really thought that it would that it would stick. I mean, there's not a whole lot of studios that are big enough to be able to fire somebody like James Gunn and keep walking, but. Mm-hmm. Disney can. Well, and apparently the news broke this week, but this happened months ago. They made the decision. Well, yeah, they waited for us. They had talks with they him. For our last episode. Yeah. For our last Yeah, they, they held out and they're like, oh, the FGS on. is wrapping yeah, it up. F- we gotta- FGS is going to want to cover this well, one. Well, it was so. our negotiations they were waiting on. Right? That's true. <laughs> they were waiting for it. They wanted, I mean, they, they did. I did get a call from Bob. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Bob Iger. Iger uh, yeah. I just call him Bob. But uh, <laughs> he was like, hey, listen, we're going to do this. Are you guys going to be okay with it? And I said, 
yeah, all right. <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, I, I feel like big old JG. That's what I call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, learned his lesson from those tweets, so we'll be good. I think it's kind of sad because it kind of it kind of points at like society overall and how quickly things are degenerating. Where less than a, a year. Right, goes by, and they say, oh, "You know what? It's really not that bad anymore." Like, bring him back. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe see uh, James Woods' tweet Mm-mm. in response. So, uh, when are you guys going to rehire Roseanne? Oh well, you know, I would point to the difference in the reactions from the cast. Yeah, the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy came yeah. together and said, in multiple official statements, that James Gunn was apologetic or a long time ago, and he doesn't deserve this. Mm-hmm. Whereas the cast of Roseanne said, "Now we're good." Also, can we split also up her? Also, the fact uh, that, <laughs> that James Gunn's tweets that were in question were like a decade ago, and Roseanne, what she did was current day. So he yeah. had the ability to be like, "Look, I was a younger douchebag then, and I apologize for the person that I was." And I he was a forty-year-old douchebag. And, Rose, and Roseanne right. and Roseanne was just like, "I took Ambien." Yeah. Like, well, well, and let's not forget. Roseanne kept doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I think there may be the she doubled <laughs> down. Right. Yeah. Which is a bold plan. Mm-hmm. Not a good plan, but a bold plan. She had a crazy interview with Joe Rogan like two months ago that it, it's it's like almost three hours long. Yeah. I know. It's, it's very well was. Oh, me too. my God. <laughs> also, it's what was me and I don't care at the same time. Yeah. Mm. You know, I want to I want to hand it to Disney, though, for being the uh, big uh, what's the word uh i don't want to say being the big man but you know they 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 turned around came back and i would like to see some kind of like public apology It'd be awesome but <laughs> yeah not happening but they brought him back you know and maybe i like to think that someone looked around and said hey there's minor politicians being destroyed by something that happened 30 years ago when we might have something to do with this you know like let's Right, right, yeah, like stop and na- like if people are complaining so much about like outrage culture and, and, and how we're being too sensitive, then like stop enabling it. Like let's exactly. start right. forgiving people and, and, and accepting that people can learn and so move on. Go game go James Gunn. I really look at this as a positive overall. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. For sure. This yeah. is definitely positive. Now I mean now we'll get Guardians three. Yeah, yeah, now we'll actually get a good movie. Right. Because I'm not I had no I, I wasn't really holding out a whole lot of hope for Guardians three. I can't. Um, I couldn't picture another director coming in and taking no. his script and making it work. I mean, let's not forget when the Russo brothers did Infinity War, they brought James Gunn in to write the dialogue for the Guardians. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, no, he's going to need to do that third one. Yeah. So, uh, up next, J.K. Rowling's Chamber of Unnecessary Secrets. Liz, this one's all you. Oh my god. So J.K. Rowling did it again. And I think we, I think we touched on this before where like, so the first, everybody knows and any Harry Potter fan knows that the first thing that she came out and said, uh, after the series was over, after all the movies had been released was, was that, that she they then, pooped in the hallways. <laughs> well, no, 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 that was later. So oh, she, okay. re- so sorry, she sorry, revealed sorry. the very, very, very first thing that she revealed was the Dumbledore was actually gay. And You know, and we were all kind of like, is that really necessary? Also, why did I mean, and granted, she wrote the books in a different time period, not period, but like ish, you know, it wasn't as accepted and open and whatever back then when she first started writing the series. So I can understand why she wouldn't write an openly gay character into a quote unquote children's series. Mm -hmm. Makes sense, I guess. Like nowadays, you could probably get away with it a lot better because we're all as a society, like way more accepting of that and, and accepting of like normalizing all of that culture. So she came out, you know, and said Dumbledore's gay. And we were all like, 
okay, cool story. Like, sure, like, sure, I can get behind that, whatever. That's fine. If that's what you really have in your heart that you want to talk about this character, that's cool. And then, yeah, and then there was the whole thing about um, how, for whatever reason, she decided to describe the wizard's bathroom hat, like, before like indoor plumbing was invented, they would literally, like she basically stated that they would just shit their pants and then like magic it away. (laughs) Flushioso. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And then I think there was something weird that came out about Dobby, which I don't remember what it was. And then so most recently, so we know that we just got the second um, installment of the Fantastic Fantastic Beasts Beasts, Mm -hmm. uh, saga. So the crimes of Grindelwald. And so we already know that she's, she's outed Dumbledore as a gay character. And so now uh, she has, tw- and she does all this on Twitter, by the way. Like she just like, she's bored and is like, oh, by the way, because maybe she's not getting enough attention. I don't know. So now she has expressed uh, that Dumbledore, young Dumbledore and Grindelwald had a very complicated sexual relationship. Now to be, no, <laughs> wait, wait, go just one. She did say previously that Dumbledore and Grindelwald were in a relationship. That she had said a couple months ago, okay, at least, a, a while ago. Yeah. Okay, she had not mentioned, and they insinuated th- in the movie, right? They kind of hinted yeah. at it. I see. I haven't seen the movie yet. They, I mean, it's, it's, I don't. It's, I'm waiting for it to come to Netflix. <laughs> That's what I did with Fantastic Beasts. You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I had to see that crap. You're fine. Um, oh, that's right. I was traveling because I didn't do the review. But yeah, that was, uh, and that was fine. I mean, I don't, I mean, okay, but I don't think we needed to get into a sex life. Well, well so the, so the, the internet has like just had a field day with this and it's become like the JK Rowling meme has become like the new meme where it's like the new style of meme is where it's basically like nobody, you know, like colon like somebody you know like nobody's saying anything nobody's asking for anything and it's like jk rowling like like dobby was actually you know a a, a sex house elf slave or something you know and it's just like you know so now it's like the internet has taken this and run with it and just you know it's like you know what else was nine and three quarters (laughs) like like like, please stop like please just please stop yeah you know and it's just like at first it was it was interesting because it was like okay like we're getting a little bit more at least she's basically writing her own fan fiction yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you can tell that she has all these intense ideas about these characters that she hasn't been able to publish because it's such a... Uh, it's like if Stan Lee was tweeting every day when he was alive, like, what if Wolverine had Spider-Man's powers? Right. <laughs> what if the thing got with She-Hulk? What would the baby look like? What? Is this the future? Well, is this, the, is this, this the future? Like our our greatest and most popular creators, like getting drunk or high at home and like hitting Twitter with ideas. Like, <laughs> our presidents. Hey guys, uh, um, episodes one through three. Seriously, yeah. George, George Lucas pioneered this. Yeah. <laughs> this like, hey, you remember that great thing you the thing I created? Watch me as I just fuck with it till it's unrecognizable. Oh. But he did it. <laughs> and then there's George R. R. Martin on the other end of the spectrum. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> It's Although, yeah, like problem. it's basically everything that J.K. Rowling is revealing after she's already written the books. George R. R. Martin is just like, how yeah. much more uncomfortable shit can I cram in this novel? <laughs> get some more. <laughs> Let's get some more sex in there. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Cousins. They're, co- they're sisters and I'm cousins. Gonna, I'm going to need you to stop. <laughs> really? I know. Why, why am I telling Eli to roll it back? Like, all right, we're That's, already... Uh, <sighs> 
That's, I'm on a oh, anyway, anyway, we're gonna get I, love, point. I love Harry Potter. It's one of my favorite so series much Soko. in the fantasy world. Uh I'm I'm done I'm done with her bullshit and I well, yeah. so, for her to stop. So okay, so to be quasi serious for half a moment, mm. um one of the things that uh, that I was reading about one of the criticisms of this whole thing that she's done is like there is a really a, a big a big cry for better representation for LGBT. Uh, 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 characters on screen. Oh, for sure. And so while she'll tweet about all this shit, we don't see any real sign of it in any of the movies right. where it would actually make an impact. Oh, and then the other thing that came out was when the live action, well, not that, I mean live action, when the play um, for, what was it, The Cursed Child started yeah. touring and they cast... Hermione right. as a black girl, and like, of course, everybody was like, oh, Hermione was And she was black. like, no, she was totally well, black the whole time. Well, she came out and she said, I never indicated, like, and this is like, she got caught up in a lie of like trying to be like too woke or like too progressive because she tweeted, like, oh, I never indicated whether or not Hermione was white, but then they like actually found like an excerpt from the book where it was like, and you could see Hermione's white face peeking from behind the tree, and we're like, bitch, oh, <laughs> yeah. that you wrote her white, but then also come out and say that I have no problem with a with a black woman, with her right. being reimagined right. as a black woman. Like, colorblind casting is absolutely a thing. Why can't there be a black Hermione? Right, exactly. And that's Hamilton exactly. heard of it. <laughs> right. Well, I think, and I, I think that that's it. And and so then when she does this stuff after the fact, you know, not in the movies where it would have made, I think, a much bigger impact. Then we also, on top of that, get like, so you finally give us LGBT characters, not really on the movie, but then we're going to start talking about their kinky sex life. That's right. It's and again, that's it's not like, the representation that I think the LGBT community has been calling out for. No, absolutely yeah, not. If, the, if all they wanted was kinky stuff, I'm here to tell you that porn got us way ahead of that. <laughs> Porn's been very progressive on that front for a very long time. Right. So I don't know if that's going to get you where you're It's like a representation version of uh, uh, fridging. Yes. Yeah. yeah, where we're just doing it for the shock value yeah. or to, yeah, like a ham-fisted way to shove a story forward. <laughs> There's also Fisting. already an unlimited number of fan fiction stories mm -hmm. written pr better than she writes, honestly, about this same stuff. Like, she doesn't need to come out and tweet it. Like, people are already doing this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so there's so there's that one. Uh, up next, Avengers Endgame's got their new trailer. Uh, this is your... This is all of us. This is all of I us. I didn't watch it. Mm -mm. I didn't want to watch it. Can I tell you that? I didn't want to watch it. Right. But aren't you glad you did? Ish. Here's the like thing. Like, just as much as I didn't want to hit record tonight, like, hey. I didn't want to watch this trailer because then it made it real. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes, guys. Whatever it takes. Oh, my God. So good. So good. Um, so, so there's a lot to unpack here. Do you want to start us off? Sure. Uh, the, I mean, the th thing that stuck out to me the first time through was uh, Hawkeye training this mm -hmm. young female archer. Um, this could go a couple of different ways. This could be his daughter that we met in um, Civil War. Right. Or this could be um, Kate, I forget her last name, uh, who becomes the new Hawkeye when he right. dies slash retires. Right, 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 right. Slash becomes Ronan. Slash becomes Ronan. Can you tell what kind of haircut he has from the picture? Yeah, it's the old one. Okay. So this is... That's his little, like, quasi faux cut. Right, right. Or faux hawk. Yeah, the only hairstyle that's changed is... Captain America has no beard. No, no, no. Mm. No, 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 no. Did you not see? Did you literally not watch the trailer? It was playing on the TV. I, I told you. It was, uh, you we know? see three different hair lengths and colors on Black Widow. Yeah. Well, that, that's, then, her, that's her shtick, though. And then like, Hawkeye ends up with Black a Widow straight does. up mohawk with yeah. the sides shaved down. Mohawk eye, nice. as I like to call him. Yeah. <laughs> but don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the, the trailer, the trailer looks, looks pretty badass. 
I love. Uh, we got the spacesuit walk, uh, a la Armageddon. So uh, that, yeah. that's, that, that's a question. Are those spacesuits? Yes. Or are they quantum suits? Oh. Oh. That's true. Oh. Um, there is an article on the Marvel website. Now, I don't know how e- they easy. do this. Answering some spoilers, zone. No, no, no this isn't right. spoilers because right. it's, it's part of their official marketing. So the way that it works with the NFL, which is something that I know about, <laughs> is on the website, they have writers who are just, they're, they're like beat writers that get to write about the team and get paid by the team to write about the team, but they have no inside knowledge. Like, they can't be like, oh, yeah, they're definitely going to draft this guy because they don't know mm-hmm. until the facts actually come out. I'm assuming that's what's going on with the writers on their website because they put up a um, surprising reveals from the trailer mm-hmm. video. And it mentioned these suits and referenced that they are based on the design of the Pym suit from Ant-Man the Wasp that he used to go get Janet. Oh, I can see it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe Hank and Tony get together to design these suits. Um, yeah. I mean. But we now know that Tony's Tony- not there, though. Yeah, well, yes, but, he but, is. Well, yes, he is. He's right there in the suit. So you we know. So we- see that fellow right there? The trailer's already spoiling it. God. See, that's why I don't watch them. That's why I didn't want to watch it either. Yeah, yeah. I honestly didn't want to watch it because I don't, pay, of that. I don't pay attention to it. Don't watch it because the trailer spoils so much of the story. Well, but I- that could be a guess. Well, they also said that all of the scenes and all of the trailers, all of the trailers are only the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And let's not forget, this end game is clocking in at three mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. And may have an intermission. Like, I'm good with it. Don't get me wrong. I'm down. No, no, listen. You know, you know, if I'm paying $27 for my damn movie ticket nowadays, you better give me three hours. That's your goddamn like, right. These hour 15s, I don't even watch. Now that the trailer has dropped, J.K. Rowling has actually come out and sa- uh, stated that Ant-Man has actually had sex with amoebas <laughs> in the quantum room. <laughs> 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 he, had a very, he had a very intense sexual Maybe, relationship. It would be the greatest <laughs> trolling if she just started like doing fan fiction for other... <laughs> Universes. <laughs> she just really that LGBTQ plus. She really wanted she to see really about the plus. She actually now it's multiply. It's yeah. actually changed from the pulse <laughs> into multiplication. Um, yeah, there's. So we also get uh, uh, Captain Marvel showing up in this one uh, as Thor attempts to I don't know intimidate her. Yeah, is that what he was trying to do? Seduce. Sedu- was that it? I don't know. I don't know what he's doing there. He reaches for his axe. Yeah, he like stands right next to her. He stands in front of her and puts his hand out right next to her and summons the axe and she doesn't blink because what the fuck is an axe going to do to goddamn Captain Marvel? Right. Uh, so then he's then he kind of goes a little bit more Ragnarok-y. <laughs> I was like, I like her. Yeah. Uh, I like this one. Yeah, I like this one. Uh, well, he's, he's classic as Guardian. Come on. Yeah, no, it's it's true. Yep. Uh, but I'm, yeah, whatever it takes. Fuck, I can't wait for this movie. <sighs> mm. Oh God, I can. <sighs> But I can't. But I can. But I can, like. I just anyway. Oh, okay. we're gonna get into theories later, right? No, let's do it. You want to do a theory? Let's do. Oh, we got the thing for the later. Yeah, for the yeah I mean, there's a, know, it's a literal uh, question in the main topic. That's true. Go 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 Up next, Elijah, what you got? There was um, a, a keynote today. I don't know if anyone. Well, this would have been two days ago, right? Because this is future Eli telling you about past events. Just depends on how e- eager you guys are to drop this episode. I'm dropping <laughs> the episode tonight. Yeah, I don't give yeah, a shit. Exactly. It's all going live. <laughs> So if if Alex actually falls through with what he said, he's done (laughs) earlier today. There was a keynote from uh, Google and they sort of unveiled their uh, stadia, their online streaming game service, if you will. Yeah, their console killer. 
So they say. So but they say. Just at, just before we start to get too much too deeper into this, Microsoft is also working on the exact same thing and have come out publicly and said so. And so is, although not fully public, Amazon's basically doing the same thing. So what's the? So, Apple. so I didn't listen and, to the keynote and or read this article. So give me the give me the elevator pitch. What is this? The elevator pitch is what Stadia is is it's going to allow you. It's going to it's cloud gaming. So imagine the example they give is imagine you're watching a YouTube video of sure. someone say someone streaming a video game. Sure. And it gets towards the end of the stream. And what would be an advertisement or a pop-up is like, click here if you want to try this game. You click the button and the YouTube window expands to be full screen and you're playing the game. That fast. Right. Within that five fact. seconds, they claim with no lag. Just like that. But you're paying for this? Obviously. Sort you're of. For the, this. There's They've, been zero talk of monetization. So this, this is different. Well, they will be selling the controller. This is different from Steam in the sense that you're not downloading games that are going to be hard coded onto your Correct. PC at that Correct. point. Right. You can pause the game on your laptop and pick it up on your phone or on your TV. Yeah, through the, Comcast. I, the idea is all the games made for this service will be compatible with any cross platform. You can play anything that has a Chrome browser. You can play with. Yeah. Yep. Or play from rather. Huh. You can use any Bluetooth controller or Wi-Fi controller, or they're going to have this one for sale. That's going to have a button so you can automatically stream your game on YouTube so people can watch it. Huh. And uh, there's like a, was there, Google Assistant button on there also. How long before this flies under the radar enough before our company knows to ban? <laughs> Google Chrome? <laughs> not, not long. Not long. <laughs> yeah. I know our company's IT guys. They watch the goddamn keynote, I'm sure of it. Yeah. <laughs> So, ooh, so actually maybe, ooh, yeah, maybe but they not. Would, they yeah, they would want to play video games. Right. Uh, so Stadia, yeah, so Stadia does, does a couple things I think is really important. Yeah. Um, first, uh, yeah, there's no more. According to this, the, the, to kind of get into the back end of it a little bit, what is supposed to happen here is normally you have to, whether you're playing a computer console, whatever, you have to load the entire game onto the machine. Yep. That machine then picks up the heavy lifting on the graphics in particular. So it renders all the graphics. It processes all the graphics. So even if you're playing an online first-person shooter-style game where there's maybe eight or 16 of you playing at the same time, you're doing something like an Overwatch, let's say, you're not sending anything more than basic locations and actions back and forth across the stream, which is why when you're looking at this, if you're ever, if you're ever trying to figure out, like I'm, I, I get stuck in hotels a whole bunch uh, for work, not because my wife kicks me out. Um, <laughs> when my wife kicks me out, I go stay with uh, our technical director. Anyway, the point here is the... Um, so the you know a lot of times the big issue here is paying. So if you're ever trying to figure out whether or not you can play or if you're having issues with the internet, you're not looking at the upload download, you're looking at the ping. The ping is how quickly you can send the information back and forth. Right. Because the volume of information that's going back and forth isn't really as big uh, because you're doing because your 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 computer's taking care of that. Compare that to streaming video. So if you're if you're watching YouTube on your phone, you're going to use up your data real quick because now you're pulling down the entire image and the streaming image, and that's a lot more bandwidth. However, with Stadia, the servers at Google are doing all of that. So it's sending you all of the video hmm. and all of the back and forth. So the good news there is that if you've got one machine doing that, and then it's very, very easy. It's, it would be like a million people watching the same YouTube video. I mean, if, I'm, I'm drastically oversimplifying here. 
but it's a million people watching the same YouTube video. Look, it's just sitting there and everybody can look at it without a problem. Right. There's not, you're not going to run into issues with it. And if you, and if you know, YouTube finds that, you know, too many people are watching the same one, they can just copy it on other multiple servers so that more people can gather around and watch it and one in a couple different places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the good news because at that point, since the Google, the servers are doing all the hard work, you could theoretically have thousands of people playing the same goddamn game. Yeah. You just need a screen. You just need a screen. But the problem that's a hell of a lot more fucking information going back and forth. Yes. Right. And in the days where net neutrality is no longer a thing, I don't know how the fuck you do that. That's that's the big fear, right? Like, first off, you're right. Like, the computation, like, the, the server, like, a regular server farm is not going to work. They're going to have to, like, they're already partnering with NVIDIA, and their stock's skyrocketing because the amount of graphics cards and processing that have to be in these farms is going to be massive because... Any game has hundreds of thousands, if not every single game that's big multiplayer game has hundreds of thousands, if not millions of players. And those servers have to handle all that data and stream it out. Now, I can't even stream two Netflix accounts at the same time in my household without one of them chugging down. So yep. it's like when me and both kids want to play online, which is typically what we do, like this ain't going to work. Like I'm, I'm very skeptical. And to your point, Alec, that neutrality stuff, forget it. Like Google has already owned YouTube. So what's the world where, like, YouTube is still the biggest platform for streaming, even though Twitch is growing very quickly and edging on their competition? And Google's, uh, YouTube's done everything they can to fight against Twitch. And this is like... Oh, this next, is a huge swing at, this at Twitch. Is, oh, yeah. This is more, like, they've already copied all of the subscription, subscription styles and everything else. Like, YouTube's blatantly copied everything Twitch has done, trying yep. to keep that market, you know, but... And, this, now, and now you have a stream button built into the goddamn controller which, which yeah. is what xbox is known for like xbox is the one that has made it traditionally especially on console easy to stream straight to youtube and your cloud services right so this is google going after all of them so my fear is if there's no net neutrality and google's no longer good <laughs> right like what's yeah. the, what's yeah, the remember s- they removed that do no harm yeah, thing yeah. Don't, be do evil. No, don't, don't be evil, evil. <laughs> hippocratic oath was do no harm but right. <laughs> Same basic idea. Exactly. Google is my doctor anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's to stop them to from promoting only their own stuff or keep uh, slowing down other deve- like certain developers' games or other platform streamings and things like that nature? You know. Well, they'd have to control the ISP. The ISP is gonna be a problem. It's not Google, the problem here. Isn't isn't well? They own the they own the server farms that the games are originating from, and the YouTube where they're streaming. So the ISP would be. But, it's, but the ISP is the pipeline from their server farms to me. Yeah, and so that's the part where Verizon, where uh, uh, Comcast, Spectrum, all these motherfuckers are the ones that are gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but but that's because the websites and you things you're going to route through those, and it might even be location there. But these are ginormous service farms where they could limit things at the, they could also limit at the source. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and or, you're playing it through Chrome. Yeah, and you're playing right. it through Chrome. So it's, it's, it could be some things as simple as like you go to search for games or you're getting recommendations and only certain recommendations and certain videos are pushed to the top of that search. You know? Yeah, something like, Google's been accused of many times, although I haven't seen any actual evidence, like real evidence of it happening, but Google definitely has been accused of it. For sure, for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. But if it works, it's a, it's it's it changes everything. Well, at least the thing, the one good thing I really like about this is they're th- so far I haven't read anything of them developing their own games. Mm-hmm. They're only doing like the process. Nope. No, they 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 unveiled uh, Stadia games and something or other. Oh, oh you weren't listening to that part. I watched a good most of the keynote. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're launching their own fir- first party games. 
They've uh, they they introduced their new head of it uh, head of their their game division. Yep. Uh, but they are also partnering with uh, Ubisoft, mm-hmm. uh, Unreal, and Havoc uh, physics engines. A bunch of and they're they're part of their whole shtick during the keynote was they're going after what I would describe as the XBLA, the Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on 360, one of the things that made the 360 one of I think the greatest consoles of all time. Uh, was the ease with which with which third party developers could create and sell their games through it? So you got mm-hmm. a hold of, I mean, Castle Crashers. I think is the biggest, easiest example. It's got to be Castle Crashers came on the scene from a no name developer that nobody ever fucking heard of before, and just, I mean, they got numbers that AAA titles couldn't touch. Yeah. Um. So and they're trying, and they're Linux based. Did you see that shit? Mm-mm. The entire Stadia development is a Linux-based system. Penguins. Well, the back end of the internet is... Uh, it's still pretty sure it's like Linux, mostly Linux-based. Like, that is amazing. I did yeah. not know that. That shocked the hell out of me. Anyway, but yeah, so they're, yeah. they're trying to develop something that makes it real, real easy for it. One of the really interesting pieces here was the machine learning. So they brought on this indie game developer who's, special, who's really known for their, art, for their art style. And what they do, they're using machine learning to help on the design of the games. So they're talking about games that have been developed on Stadia in weeks. Weeks. Not years. Weeks. Uh, and so they they showed how they basically they gave it so they, they had a picture of uh, it started with a picture of just a, a random rendering of a humanoid mm-hmm. running through a gray boxy field yeah mm-hmm. and then they started they basically showed the machine a whole bunch of different pictures and it recolored everything in accordance with that so they did Starry Night. They did Pac-Man. They did, and it instantly yeah. they dropped it, and then it rendered the entire game, re-rendered the entire game with that colors, with those colors in mind, using the machine learning. Wow! And they've now loaded thousands upon thousands of images for you to, to, to for uh, you, not you or me, but developers to to create based on. Sure. That's. It's, it's the future. Insane. Like it's gonna be games are gonna be pretty simple. Come on, they have to be. Like there's just. There's no possible. The technology is not there for us to like stream, you know, like Call of Duty Black Ops Two from their servers in well, real time. Their Assassin's Creed as their on a local network test all done. Basis, yeah. It's like when Microsoft does a Hololens stuff. It's like yeah, in the studio with all their stuff here. Like yeah, it looks amazing. But right. Take it out to the real world with real like I use mean, application. I mean, if we get devices. too far away from the router at my house, yeah. like nothing works. Nothing so. works. Right. <laughs> this isn't for the average American. <laughs> well, and I think and the thing too is like I look. I'm a huge Google fanboy, man, and I would love for this to work. But I'm gonna go ahead and say what 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 producer Dan is surprisingly not saying yet. Uh, uh, Google Plus. Google Wave. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Google. <laughs> oh no. Google Hangouts. Why do you keep trying to do this? Google could even make their own app platform for their own operating system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like I mean I've just I have been I've 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 been I've had my heart broken by Google. I can't wait to see times. what MySpace comes out with next. Uh, well, they actually just recently deleted all of your information again. I know. So. Those jerks. I had some really embarrassing pictures of me from way younger. That it's probably a good. I really. I want to go back and see who's, who's on my top eight. I want to go right. back. It doesn't do that anymore, does it? I'm oh, sure it does. Does I just it? I want to uh, know because nobody deleted their MySpace. We all just kind of left. Yeah, we all just kind of. So like, all right. they've done like 20 redesigns since yeah. then. They're holding yes, on yes. to like they'll come back someday. Well, last I checked, it was still up. So I'd love to see like who was I? Who 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 warranted my top eight spaces? I do remember that Tom never left my top eight. 
he he retained the number one spot because people Yo, were bitching. Tom, hey, listen, Al, Tom we, is like living. Yeah. Oh have yeah. You, do you, have you like recently caught up with Tom? I have. He actually was a photographer. Personally, I say I have. Like <laughs> we were hanging out. Uh, he was doing what he did. He was a photographer, a professional photographer that gives away his pictures for free. Was yeah. all over Hawaii. He, yeah. He lives in Hawaii, and he. Oh my God! Wait, you lived in Hawaii? Mm-hmm. Did you meet Tom? No. Oh. But that would be awesome. Yeah, but like all he does now is he because he sold MySpace for like a butt ton of money and now he travels the world and just takes pretty pictures. It's amazing. Right? Like for other people to use. For other people. Yeah, it doesn't charge for them. They're yeah, free. That's what's awesome. Because he's like, what do I need your money for? Because no, because Tom gets it. Because keep, because keep your 50 bucks. Yeah. I'm good. Everything is free. He's do everybody's free. Do first any friend. of us really own anything, man? Hey, Elon, we need some money. Go borrow it from Tom, buddy. Like, yeah, see what Tom's up to, he's man. Good he's people. Got Anyway, so that's Stadia. Uh, all right. And this, so I, I posted, I don't know how many stories I posted to the Slack channel this week. Like, it was a lot, though. It was a whole goddamn lot. And when I looked through for what I wanted to do for my last session, for, my la- for the last This Week in Geek, I found nothing that inspired me <laughs> until today. Literally, you know, producer Dan is yelling at me to give him a goddamn story because I'm, I'm, I'm already past due. But it I wanted- wasn't even all caps. No, no, no. But he, I think he already knew like Al's going to be late because he's an asshole. Um, <laughs> and I came across a story from Forbes that's, uh, that was titled, uh, basically titled, Why the Success of Captain Marvel is Terrific News for Star Wars 9. And you know, one of the things that, uh, that Pete actually, the guy who wrote the letter, we, we, we talked about at the top of the show, one of the things that he mentioned was he really appreciated that we took the time to, ta- to tackle think shit like Gamergate yeah. and the toxic masculinity and all of that shit that we've covered. The Jessica Jones All the stuff that we were we, always really worried about that was turning listeners off. It, it was nice to get some validation right? for the fact that we were talking about stuff that we believed in. It needed, to be, it needed to be said. And then had to go home and take a shower. And then, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Many, <laughs> many showers. Uh, but, uh, uh, but this story came across and it was, it was a fantastic, a fantastic way to wrap up for this. So this was another really, I think, really great present for us. Um, so Captain Marvel uh, has made uh, most of the money. Uh, has not made all of the money. <laughs> but most of it. Not, not like Black Panther made all of the money. But uh, if you, there was actually this really interesting graphic that showed the race to 200 million, where it just broke down how quickly Marvel movies made it to the 200 million mark domestically. Mm-hmm. And uh, Black Panther did it in like, I don't know, 20 minutes, some right. stupid thing. Oh my like, God. Like two, three days. I think it was literally two days, three days, it hit 200 million. Uh, most of the Avengers, the ensemble, the full Avenger movies made it. That Captain's Civil War made it pretty quick. Uh, Captain Marvel actually took a full seven or eight days to make 200 million. Yeah. Uh, and then at the bottom was like Thor Dark World, which still, just for the record, still, still made, made 200, 200 million. million. So, um, and so they, uh, so, so, but because Captain Marvel made them move money so quickly, one of the big takeaways for this is that when you look at that, when you look at Black Panther, uh, you see a trend that basically says, fuck you, you creepy ass incel bastards. Right. Right. Um, right. Did you see the uh, drop off numbers from week one to week two? Uh, was, there wasn't that big of a drop off. It was 55%. Yeah. Which is, I think it put it dead center for the Marvel movies. Yep. Yep. Well, because here's the thing. Captain Marvel was a lot of fun. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. It was not the greatest movie the MCU has ever produced. No. Um, but I don't think it was meant to be. 
No, I mean, I'm sure they would have loved for it to be. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it does. It wasn't. And if it maybe if it it maybe if it had beaten Wonder Woman to the screen, it would have been bigger. But I think pound for pound, Wonder Woman's still a better movie. I'm go back and forth on that point a lot. I think Captain Marvel's more consistent. It is. It, yes. The yes. Simplicity, the simplicity you know? of the movie and like of of. Just how it chugs through the storyline, like uh-huh. it's very it, it consistent. Has a very clear act one, act two, act three. Yeah. Right, that's consistent. Wonder Woman has a very clear act one, act two, and then it becomes a different director's movie for the last. Yeah, yeah. Act. I'm letting our uh, I'm letting our, our surprise guest know that we're almost ready for. Her. Right. Sorry. Um, so yes, and I think, but the thing is that this Wait, movie. Didn't you already give away who our surprise guest was on last no. week's episode? Oh, maybe. Yeah, you definitely said it. Anyway. Who cares? The point is... Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't pay that much attention. No, I barely pay that much attention. But the important thing here is that despite the ridiculous amount of hate and trolling that was thrown at Captain Marvel, it still made the money hand over goddamn fist, which, by the way, is the same thing they tried to do to Black Panther, and it made money hand over fist. The same thing they did to... Uh, um, to uh, 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 Wonder Woman, and it still made money hand over fist. Mm-hmm. And I think people got a little scared when they saw that Solo uh, and um, Avengers, not Avengers, The Last Jedi, ah. uh, both struggled. Yeah, and and so people got really paranoid, and they're like, "Well, is this? I mean, are these trolls actually making way? Are they actually doing something? Are they actually affecting it?" And the answer, and and one very loud voice is no. no. What, in what universe, like, who is afraid that the culminating Star Wars movie, like, nine deep, the big payoff is not going to do, like, amazingly well? Like, I, well, I, can't, I can't see the universe. Where, there's no trolls that are that have the ability to roll that back. Like, maybe episode eight, you know, there's some revisions. But, like, this is, the la- this is number nine. Like, agreed, agreed. You know, I think when this stuff first started coming out, when we first started dealing with Gamergate with comic gate with all this all this toxic shit that's happening on the internet on message boards you know public you know keyboard warriors and all this nonsense i think at first it was scary because it was new and we didn't know what the influence was going to be in this and that and whatever and i really think that it's all starting to kind of temper out and we're really just getting kind of getting back to like haters gonna hate Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. haters going to hate, and then, like, the director of episode nine is just going to laugh all the way to the bank. Like, it's, you know, right. like, it, like, we're not, people are not going to stop hating on things, and I think we finally all kind of realize, like, oh, and it has this a, means nothing. Absolutely, <laughs> and I think it's been, it's been a really interesting journey across the last four years because we started covering not long after Gamergate broke. Yeah, mm-hmm. And we discussed Gamergate. That was that was a very early on episode for us. And I think Liz, I think you're absolutely right. I think we saw the. I think we were running this show through the through the rise and fall yeah. of these assholes. Right. Yeah. Um, and Gamergate, Puppygate. Yep. Comicsgate. Yep. Uh, there was a time we ruined Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, oh, I should give you guys the last Jedi. Update. Oh, what's the final Bitcoin Let's get update? The final update. Why, why you look that up? It's like um, the whole. You know, it's it's like we've learned, like as a society, each everyone individually, because it's, we're not doing this in like and well, we're doing this in mass, but not in like any type of groups. But it's like, hey, the two people screaming in the corner of the party, like just put them on the back porch. Like right. they're still going to come to the party, <laughs> but you are don't got to listen to. Are them. you talking about your children? You're talking about your children. Right? <laughs> they're <laughs> talking they're exactly also. What just talking put about. them on the back porch. No, but we, we are talking about children. That much is <laughs> yeah. that yeah, much is right? true. Um, 
but yeah, that's absolutely. Well, didn't we see a, a thing recently? We we did a story that it turned out that a lot of the uh, trolls that were bitching about Last Jedi were Russian. Yes, absolutely. Huh? Someone's been saying that the whole time. Who? I who, wonder how many. Of, who was that? I, I wonder how much of the Captain Marvel controversy was Russian trolls. Uh, well, you know what Russian trolls aren't doing? Single-handedly defeating Bitcoin. So that's true. You know, every time you say Russian trolls, Sorry. I just picture the little nesting dolls. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my Bitcoin, by the way, my $50 investment for the very, here's your very last update. Now worth $21.26. So uh, I'm coming up on only uh, 50% loss if it keeps going. Oh, lucky, lucky man. So this is a great time to announce that I uh, am moving from the geek realm into stockbroker. Yep. So if you want me to invest your money, you know, wait a second. Did we kill Bitcoin or did Bitcoin kill FGS? That, that, that $50 did break the bank. You know what? Like, you know, what's insane to me too, is if we, if I bought that 50 bucks, like five years earlier, like if I bought no, that right, ten years, ten years earlier. No, even t- no, even four years. If I bought it right at the top of when we started for Geek's sake. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it'd be like we we own the building. Fuck the studio. We own the fucking <laughs> building. I'd be doing this shit. Me and Tom, dude. Fucking let's make this shit for fun. Oh <laughs> uh, well, uh, but yeah. So it's been. It is. It is with. It is with a lot of pleasure uh, uh, and a lot of personal peace that I look at the shit and say, you know what? Fuck you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 All right. We are getting ready to move into our main topic. It is geek predictions, and we have collected all of them. Every single one that got submitted to us by Facebook, email, uh, heartfelt message, all of that stuff. So, uh, but we're going to go ahead and bring in our special guest. Uh, you know her. You love her. Well, assuming you've been listening for more than, um, you know, 100 episodes or so. Uh, we, are, we are calling her right now. So can I include the ring? The ring's awesome. It, just, it starts out very loud. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right, let's do it. I don't want to shock I anybody. warned her that we were... Oh, my God. That overhead shot of our table is a mess right now. <laughs> Jesus, we do. <laughs> There's other than crystal burgers, cheese, sausage, <laughs> alcohol, champagne. Watch the YouTube this no, Absolutely watch the YouTube. <laughs> Fucking, we're going out right. That's right. Is she there? Give, her, give it a second. Danielle! Danielle! All right, now, I, w- I want everyone to notice how long the stream's taking to hit, like, and this is supposed to be a... a, a Tier one video game streaming to my my cell phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. We are so excited to welcome her back for our last episode. We could not do it without having hey, the is. original co-host, Miss Danielle Wilczewski. Hi. Hi. Can you turn her up a little? Turn her up, buddy. There we go. I mean, you could you could have done it without me. You have done it without me. Yeah, You've but been we, doing it without me. Only a hundred times. Exactly. The only first hundred <laughs> times. The first hundred times we genuinely couldn't have done it without you. So where okay, are you? you? Where are you now? Like it looks like in a basement, basement of some form. But I mean, like what state? <laughs> yeah. Are you in your own basement? Does somebody have you in a basement? Are you okay? Did <laughs> Did Al like, actually kidnap you for this? I did not. I arranged you to guys have her. Don't have basements in um, in Florida, so no, no. He did not kidnap me. No, I am in uh, Rhode Island. We now live in Providence. I'm so, so I sorry. Thought you, I thought you were in Boston. Yeah. So we started as um, in an apartment north of Boston, and that was like a billion kajillion dollars, like the Northeast does. Uh huh. Yeah. So we found that we could buy a house. Um, and still live in the city in Providence. Nice. So, and we're only like an hour away from Boston, so we can take the commuter rail and cool. all that fun stuff. Hey, so. doesn't Delaware pay something like $10,000 a year to go live there or some shit like that? 
Delaware. I think Delaware. I don't know. They all look the same to me up there. The little tiny states you can't find. I don't around. know. Rhode Island is paying like seventy five hundred dollars for you to move oh. here. Like oh, so it was, oh, yeah, seven. for your down payment. I, Vermont is yeah. paying ten. Vermont is offering ten thousand dollars and also covering your moving costs and like well, room and board oh, wow. we're ending the to show, move to right? Vermont because to I guess I guess their their economy is like not doing oh. so hot or whatever. Uh, they have so weddings, right? The reason Rhode Island. Rhode Island is doing it because they're about to lose a house seat because our population is shrinking. I have a lot of friends that say Rhode Island's really rad. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. Don't you guys have winter up there? Yeah, no, we're right in the middle of that. Oh yeah, no. No, nope, I'm good. How much lobster do you eat? Um, I actually don't eat that much lobster. I thought you got all bougie because your husband was making all that money. <laughs> you ain't even eating lobster and shit. What I'm saying is, uh, my friends that go to Rhode Island every year, they just like, rave about how many lobster rolls they eat. Last year, the count, I think, was like 12 apiece. Wow, that's a lot of lobster. That's a lot of lobster for that's like a, a seven-day vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of lobster. I'm, I'm not going to eat that much lobster. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we have brought Danielle in to do our final main topic with us. Oh, oh it's hitting. Drink more. Just drink more. It's fine. That's a good call. <laughs> mm. I'm going to need more ice. Uh, okay. So we have a total of, uh, I think, 13, 13 predictions that we're going to do through. So here's how this is going to work. Oof. I'm going to toss the question out. We're going to go around. Everybody's going to share their thoughts and then uh, make fun of other people. So Yay! basically just share their thoughts. Like they're making fun of other people. It's kind of yeah, implied, I think. So uh, we're starting off with let's actually let, let's do this real quick. We're going to do one um, from Leanne first, who has been a very long time listener and supporter. And um, this was not really a prediction, more of a request for information. So we're going to we're going to do that here Okay. Uh, for your listeners with kids and maybe limited resources uh, you cover. What's available to library card holders, including being able to read comic books, movies, ebooks and audio books. And I'm going to kick it to our resident library expert, Elijah. Ooh, yeah, I was gonna say, who's going to answer that one? Because I haven't been into a library in. How did I know this was coming at me? I even told myself, too. I said, Eli, this question's coming at you. Don't panic. Just be prepared. (laughs) You have basically nothing to do at work, so get online and research a little bit. Make sure you know the programs going on at our local libraries, and you'll be ready. I didn't do any of those things. (laughs) In true for geek's sake fashion. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, in classic uh, for geek's fashion, I'm just going to wing it and tell you what I do know. Cool. Yeah, you can get everything you want at the library. It depends on your local library. Go on the website, call them and ask them. But at the least, you're going to get books. You're going to get movies, CDs, DVDs, audiobooks, publications. Um, you have free internet and computer usage time. They I have get podcasts. You can get podcasts. <laughs> Any, Why do you need podcasts at a you, library? You can get podcasts anyway. You, oh. can, you can stream it from the... Yeah, you just download your favorite podcast app and just, you know, download them. We have 207 episodes you could listen to. Oh. There's one called yeah. For Geek's Sake. For Geek's Sake. There was one called For Geek's Sake. So, there still is. <laughs> of what's, very, what's cool is a very new trend that is growing very quickly is being able to check out board games at your local library. Like Ooh. kick-ass board games. Um, some libraries have ridiculous things like sewing machines and... Uh, yep. Okay, first of all, that's not ridiculous. Well, like, no, it's just not what you expect. No, let's sure, like maybe not what you expect, but yeah, I know true. a lot of little kids that like to sew. When well, no, I don't know, I know a lot of people that like to sew when they were little kids. Does your mother sew? Very, what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's an old quote. Sorry. 
But it's not like you know, it's not like you go to the library and use the the sewing machine. Like you check the sewing machine out. And I remember reading about there was we we did a, I talked about it a couple of years ago on this show that I'd read a story about certain libraries were uh, letting you loan out like very specific things. God, what was it? Yeah. Do you remember? Sewing machine. I don't know, but sewing machines are pretty good. It, it's up to sewing machines, but it's even more with like not like not like car tools, but just something like you would not expect a library to do. Well, and to speak to the geek stuff in particular, the uh, th- there's a lot of a lot of the library stuff comes in from people from things that people donate. Mm-hmm. So uh, depending upon the library and the area around it, you can actually find an insane number of graphic novels sitting there. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you, by the way, are sitting on a large pile of comic books or graphic novels and don't know what to do with them. Um, Send them to Al. Yes. <laughs> and then I may give some to a local library. I won't. <laughs> I finally realized one of the their one of their business models because we go to the local library store and I buy lots of stuff. Audiobooks, you know, just just burn them up, rip them onto the computer. And then I'm like, well, cause I'm I'm gonna listen, I'm not gonna play a DVD. Like, how do I play DVD? That's true. I don't. I have no physical means of playing like a, an audio CD. So I was I, like, "Wait, do you don't have a DVD?" No, no. Play? I have. I have an old Acer that's seven years old that I have to use to rip the CDs in a digital format, then convert them over to my uh, to my cell phone so I can listen to them like audiobooks. So then, what I have this this audio book on a CD, and I was like, "What do I do with this?" Like, I don't know. I bought it for three dollars. Can I can I sell it? Like, it's too much hassle. I donate it back to the library and they probably sell it again. <laughs> like, I can imagine it's a cycle where you buy things from the library and redonate it and they just do this over and over. It's not a bad plan. I've bought comic books, uh, audio books, all kinds of good stuff. You know what else you can find in local libraries? Depending if you go to the right ones, say downtown Me. or uh, South Orlando, uh-huh. uh, you may actually find Hero Spark, uh-huh. which would be uh, an amazing local uh, board game nonprofit. So you could also Tabletop. Do that. Game. Tabletop gaming, unplugged gaming, yeah, nonprofit, tabletop and totally. board games, and all that stuff. So you can teaching, check that out. Teaching the children the life skills and the whatnot. Heck yeah, and coming soon to a third location. Mm. Mm. I don't know if I'm allowed so, to say what um, Hashtag Tim Phil. Just to sorry, just to cut in. In New England, um, they give uh, well Boston and Providence. I don't know all of New England because I haven't been to all of New England. But anyways, get on the um, stick, Danielle. <laughs> they will. They'll give you um, family passes to the museums around here. So like you can get free admission by borrowing a pass from the library, a physical pass, and you can go to the, all the museums and all kinds of stuff. So that is awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm so so glad we haven't privatized our libraries. We almost privatized libraries and that seemed like a really bad idea. Oh, that'd have been a real bummer. Yeah. Yeah. A real bummer. Then all of a sudden your overdue library f- books start uh, hitting your credit score. It's like, like, I just gone. it's like my last Redbox rental. $1 rental, $11 later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. the literal first thing that ever went to collections for me was an overdue library book. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, I took out from the from the Orange Blossom Trail branch of the of the I, Orlando Public Library. I took out a copy of um Odd Thomas, written by Dean Koontz, which is an excellent book. Mm-hmm. I never returned it, and the late fees got up to $45, and then they got fed up with me, and they sent it to a collection agency. I, I need you to understand that I have <laughs> I had, cannot go to libraries anymore. I have had books that were overdue by years. 
decades. No, well, getting close. I had one. Yeah. I walked into because I moved from Seminole County to Orange County back and forth here in Florida. And so I had a, a Seminole County library card. I went to check someone and then returned to Seminole County after traveling, literally traveling the goddamn world, walked back into an Orange County library for some reason. And they were like, oh, yes, you actually owe us for this book. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's been five years. How much do I owe you? Twelve dollars. Oh no, no no! Mine was how the 40 hell did your ass? Five. How the 45. hell did you? Forty-five. It's not supposed you could to have bought that for like eight dollars at Walgreens. I know. I am now. I now call myself. I think I've earned this title. The most diehard Dean Koontz fan. <laughs> Because be. I have paid the most money for one of his novels. I, that's, I don't even understand. You must have personally offended somebody I at guess, that library. I guess. I don't know. I, man. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. All right. Uh, so there's your first one. Let's see here. Getting on to more traditional predictions. Uh, let's get one from Scott Horn. What did we do to deserve this song like the Hedgehog movie? And how do we make sure it never happens again? <laughs> so listen, listen. <laughs> Listen, here's what I need you to do. If you don't understand what we're talking about and you're driving in your car and you're listening to this, you're like, I don't understand. Here's what you need to do. <sighs> Look to your right. Find the shoulder along the interstate or a parking lot or whatever. Oh, Just pull over the car real quick. And, and and look up Sonic the Hedgehog movie on Google Images. And when you stop screaming, <laughs> hit play and you can pick this up. Uh, we haven't covered it for the same reason that we don't like to name the shooters in these horrific attacks because we don't want to. We don't want to encourage I this think we shit. Did we don't want to. Is this too much? Is that too much? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh I think we did. No, I think we did cover it. I did. Did we, we, we cover it? Oh, we, I'm we, so sorry. Yeah, we, we had, had a blurb about it. Oh. It was a This Week in Geek. Well, so the Sonic the Sonic the Hedgehog was getting a let's call, I guess a live computer graphic CG whatever. Did you Danielle? <laughs> you're not as did you did you you did you ever play Sonic growing up, Danielle? Of course, I played Sonic. Okay, did did you see the image for the for the reason for the movie? <laughs> Yeah, it's nightmare <laughs> inducing. Right, right. Did your I I actually have a theory. <laughs> There's like horrible fan art. <laughs> I actually have a theory, Danielle. I don't want to know. When you looked at it, did your child uh, inexplicably start to cry? Because I have a theory that That's the bond between mother and child. Yes. That happened. See? Oh my god. How it did is, you know? It is terrible. So <laughs> Uh, and Scott, by the way, has been a guest on the show a couple times. Scott Horn. I've got know. Sonic in the same bucket as the uh, Detective Pikachu. No. Like, no. Well, we haven't. We have. We Detective Pikachu is already polished. Sonic hasn't been polished yet. So, like, I'm pretty you much can only polish a turd so much, my friend. Yeah, Detective Pikachu. Like, what? <laughs> I'm putting them in the same bucket. Like, no way. This is predictions. Mark my words. You're oh my god, you guys! They movies. have they have superimposed Will Smith's face on the post. That's the genie. All right. You know what? Turn that off. <laughs> yeah, this is too much. This is like, this is Danielle circa episode 190. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't. <laughs> oh, no, it's episode 90. Excuse me, episode yeah. 90. When she was fully checked out and just on her phone. <laughs> Calling you out because I love you. It's a thing that I happened. Love you too. <laughs> it's fair. I deserved it. Uh, so, so what do we do to deserve this? I'm actually just going to point vaguely towards Twitter. That's yeah. what we did to deserve this. Yeah. Just, just all of that. Just all of Twitter. I think the Sonic movie is proof that Thanos isn't the villain. <laughs> <laughs> the Sonic movie is why Thanos snapped. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's no Hitler riding a T-Rex. He is no Hitler riding a T-Rex. Um, 
Uh, not he's, the, all, he's also uh, no global warming. <laughs> that's right. Hey, can't believe you're asked one you that guys, goddamn draft. You're always jealous of my draft wins. I'm all bitter. You know, no, I'm bitter. Uh, but if we talk about uh, what could we do to stop this from happening again? It's just like stop listening to the two loudest people in the party. Like stop listening to the two loudest people on Twitter. Like if they're all if eight people are screaming for a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, like you don't got to make it, guys. Time out. Were there eight people screaming for a Sonic the Hedgehog I, movie? I don't think so. I want to know. I mean, somebody Angry Birds got one. Yes, there's nobody an was Angry Birds movie. Yeah, stop. yeah and there's a, a TV series based on it. Oh no, the TV series doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but that's made for kids, and kids are stupid. Oh. <laughs> Sonic is stupid. See, I, I just, you said it. I, I didn't have to point <laughs> it, Al. He just went right there. Stupid. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm now stuck I with. To, now I absolutely have to tell my boyfriend to not let his son listen yeah, to this where, episode. How old is your, how, how old is, uh, is, is Lincoln, Danielle? He'll be two in June. Okay. So is he watching, is he watching anything yet? Do you put stuff on to shut him up? Yeah. Yeah. We, we watch Disney channel and Nick, Nickelodeon. Okay. I bet he gets real hype when that hot dog song comes on, huh? You watching? Watch dog, yes. dog, how dig it a dog. Let me tell you what, dude. Yes. The implications of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse are fucking creepy as hell. <laughs> okay. You go watch the sexist tell. bullshit that happens during that road rally episode. <laughs> Let me tell you this. No, no, no. We're doing this. We're yeah. doing this shit let's, right now. Let's go. Oh, good. My We're kids, only an hour in. My kids. I don't give a. This thing's going three days. This shit's going for days. Okay. I, like I don't give a fuck. For I'm aware. End game. Uh, <laughs> You're just gonna pray for a snap. So the uh, uh, it doesn't, it, but it will never come. So this goddamn road rally episode. All of the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse characters get on the little road rally shit, right? Uh, and so they do this little road rally thing, and and everybody gets a vehicle, right? So so Mickey gets a car, sure, and Donald gets a a, a train, okay, yep. and then Goofy gets this special vehicle Bathtub. made just for him. No, 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 this is not Roads to Racers. This is the original <laughs> oh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yes. Sorry. So yeah. uh, he gets this special supercar designed by the little sci- the German scientist who's problematic in himself. But we'll pass. We'll go to that. So all of these guys get these big ass vehicles. Minnie comes out. Minnie's ass gets goddamn roller skates. Yep. <laughs> Daisy, Daisy gets and a goddamn bet, bicycle. And I bet she dominates in those goddamn roller skates. She does not. Oh, no. Donald and Mickey are in front. With their automatic, their high-powered machines, they leave fucking Daisy and Minnie in the back, fucking pedal power to get across this fucking map that goes all over Mickey's little playland. It's fucked up. It's race. It's sexist as shit. Okay. <laughs> and here's the thing. I want to be real clear. You don't notice that the first time you're watching it. Can we do a new series? A I new podcast w- that's just you ranting about right? cartoons about children's shows. Dude, do not Ooh, get me I started totally on, on that. Listen, oh my God, I could pick a new uh, show every week for you. Don't get me started on those goddamn rescue dogs. What the fuck that one's called? Paw Patrol. Paw, Paw, Patrol. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. That is some let's bullshit. Talk about, let's talk about bubble guppies and how they're underwater uh, and there's water. Yeah. Like well, there's like ocean yeah. like, and boats and like z- on the ocean underwater. It's the SpongeBob problem. It is a right? SpongeBob problem. It makes no sense. It's the I mean Aquaman, Aquaman was the only one who got it right. What about PJ Masks? Don't PJ, you don't you like PJ Masks? PJ Masks. I love PJ Masks. It's better. But like okay, but these kids are But these little fuckers. When do they sleep? Because when, who's who's supervising oh, them? They're up all night fighting parenting. crime. 
and then they have to go to school the next day. Like nothing happened. Free range parenting. <laughs> Free. No, no. Listen, those little fuckers. Number one, how the hell does nobody notice their giant goddamn Teen Titan Tower in the middle of the fucking park? And listen, you're worried about the the fucking Isn't it heroes. Their imagination. If you're no. worried about the heroes, I'm worried about the villains because fucking Romeo is out here building death machines. This kid, this kid could save the goddamn planet with his inventions. Mm-hmm. And for some, where is he during the day? You never see Romeo. With his dad, Peter. He's sleeping. And his sister, Meg. Because, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so we I'm sorry. We, we had a predictions. We had predictions. Stewie. Right, I get Stewie's it. Stewie's an evil baby. Uh, so uh, uh, how do we stop? Make sure it never happens again. We can't. Uh, it is inevitable. Yeah. It is. Well, uh, it's never going to happen. Right. Uh, I have a message for Scott. Um, without without evil, there would be no good. So we, need, we need balance in the universe. That's so that is, that is why the Sonic the Hedgehog movie exists. Um, to remind us that, you know, we have to counterbalance it. You know, Patrick Stewart was in the Emoji movie. Oh. That's a thing that happened, too. Was yeah. he the boop? I mean, yes. it's a national was, treather, treasure in other countries. Uh, all right, so let's get Just into saying. one from Peter here, the same guy who gave us that awesome email. Uh, yeah. gave us a couple predictions. Can you give your predictions for Avengers Endgame and how it will end? And what he mostly wants to know is who is going to die. So now, Danielle, you got caught up somewhat. How far did you get? So um, our babysitter canceled. Oh, uh, no, so, really? Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I decided when she canceled that I was not going to watch them yet. So I, I still haven't seen Black Panther or The Last Avengers or... I know, I know, I know. I'm the worst. Well, I'm no, the worst. no, no, no. Well, the worst. Al, you, you teach her. No, 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 no. Oh. If you were the co-host of a geek podcast, still, right. that would be extremely problematic. Yes. You're just a yes. you're just a single mom trying. I'm not single mom. You're just stay at home. Sorry, I meant stay at home. I meant stay at home. I, I meant stay at home. Sorry, breaking news. I swear. I apologize. You're a stay at home mom with a two year old. You're not allowed outside without or without the child all that not, often. I remember not really. that. Really? Yeah. yeah no, I get that. I get yeah. that. So, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna let Daniel off the hook for this one. Who lives? Yeah, who dies? Stay. Who tells their story? Um, what do you think? Okay, so for who dies, Cap dies. Mm-hmm. I think Tony lives, and I think RDJ works out a deal where he just comes back for random cameos <laughs> and such. He becomes Stanley. Th- this is his retirement. Like he's he- done. For, for he's done in Hollywood, except for a few like cameos of Iron Man, and he's just coasting yeah. from here. Like, he's yeah. in his happy place. So you guys, you're saying Cap dies, Tony lives. Where, I think, what, and Thor, I think, becomes unworthy. What? And this way we get to replace him with a female Thor. Whatever it takes. Valkyrie? Valkyrie. Uh, uh, what's your name? I mean, it should be Natalie Portman. Oh, my God. Ms. Mm. Jane. Oh, my God. That's what happened in the comics. It mm. is. But apparently she was difficult. So I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, you mean as an actress? Yeah. She no. was demanding the same amount of money as all the other guys. I don't know if that's true or not. That Wait a minute. That's being difficult? I oh, don't I'm know. So, I was, oh, look, I'm sorry. <laughs> demanding equal pay from your male coworkers ooh, 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 is being oh, difficult? Don't worry, guys. I've got this. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> don't be hysterical. <laughs> That always works so well. I don't understand. Why. Smile more, Liz. According to Sean Connery, <laughs> you're allowed to open palm slap me in the face right, right now. So. <laughs> no, I, I have no idea what they meant by difficult. I don't. I don't know what anybody's. Nobody's Marvel. Uh, when I was when I was talking to Kevin or Kev as I call him, 
he didn't he didn't break down big salaries K. for me. The, the, the big K, the Fags, mm-hmm. special K, as, as I, I sometimes as call I them. Like to call them. Uh, the F bomb is actually what I would have been. That's what I call them. Anyway, uh, f- really fun unrelated side note. Did you know that Kenny G literally refers to himself as G Spot? What? <laughs> A really close friend of mine manages a local theater here in Orlando, or used to manage a local theater here in Orlando called the Plaza Live. Yes. And Kenny G always played at the Plaza Live. Of course he did. There's nowhere else in Orlando that he would play. He would literally get on the security, like, mic system when he would get into the building and be like, G-Spot is in the building. (laughs) Apparently, Kenny G is, like, really fucking fun to work with. All right. Because he's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, So, uh, uh, Elijah, you got any theories on who lives, who dies, who tells their story? I, I don't know. I, I mean, let's see here. Who, the one I think I, I think the end's right for sure. Cap, cap, bites the dust. Yeah, mm-hmm. ultimate sacrifice type thing. Outside of that, I don't know that I'm prepared to say who dies. Who tells their story? Spider Man. Mm. All right. God, I so like you know when we did no, prediction. God lives. <laughs> God is dead. Mm. <laughs> that was a mo- that was a movie. Right? Um, Actually, so his name is Chuck, and he's just with that. His literally, sister. I have that was literally not an accurate reflection of like my thoughts on theology or religion. <laughs> like, please don't think that I'm I'm not some move like, on, please, for the sake of all of us asshole atheist or anything. So, um, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so like when we made predictions for uh, Infinity War, like I said, everybody dies in Infinity War, which right. wasn't too far off, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh, I don't know. I don't know. I really like I like I feel like Captain America probably dies because the death of Captain America is a thing like mm-hmm. we know that. But then again, we don't know because they're not exactly following comic book canon anymore. With, no, you know, well, so, they're following comic book canon. He'd come back to life anyway. Uh, so. Yeah. So Hulk dies. Ooh. No, you don't think like that's like the like, hey, here's you're down and out when the Hulk goes type of thing. Here's the thing. I think that, I think that we have a, a mostly happy ending and I'm going to, I'm going to, okay, here's my prediction. Only Captain America dies. He is the one that sacrifices and is the savior. Only Captain America dies so that everyone else can live. I think I, so my prediction goes pretty similar. I think cap is the only one who die dies like yeah. permadeath dies. Do you think we get Loki back or Gamora? Do you uh, think we get the the the, the like the what, what, what the, we do we determine there were like three or four true yeah, deaths? Yeah, Heimdall, uh, 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 Gamora, Loki, and somebody else who wasn't quite Vision. Oh, Vision. Yeah. So out of those, no, who wasn't quite human. <laughs> well, like it wasn't. Yeah, there was actually Vision was more main than I was thinking. So Heimdall's really dead. Loki's really dead. Um, uh, 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 Gamora's really, not dead. No, oh, right, she comes because, back. right, because we think she's trapped in. Yeah. So one stone. of the stone yeah, the soul stone, right? But cap stays dead. I'm sorry. Cap dies and I'm sorry. Cap actually dies. Yeah. But do you think like, like we're going to like, so we're going to do something, whether it be time travel or something else. We're pretty much banking quantum on, realm. Something, we're pretty something. much banking on like quantum time travel, right? To go back and undust everybody. But are we going to go back far enough so that Loki doesn't die and no. that, and that Heimdall doesn't die or like, are they dead, dead? And that's They're it. They're dead, dead. Okay. I think they'll, I think here, I think actually the, the Thor no longer being worthy. I actually would go slightly different. Yeah. I think Tony retires and goes Nick Fury. I think is the, probably the better aspect of it. Yeah. I think that cap dies for good. I think Thor retires and becomes King of Asgard and the mantle of Thor 
mm-hmm. passes on to God of Thunder, whatever, passes on to somebody new. So he would like incarnate as the new Odin. Odin. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He basically becomes Odin and, the, and you get a new and one. And they already set him up for it. He's missing his eye. Right. Although that came back, but not really, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, but I think, and I think that you're going to get, um, and then I think that afterwards, I think you're going to get a couple other main Avengers retiring for good. I think Tony retires for good and pops up like we talked about. Uh, Hawkeye retires for good and doesn't pop back up. He may do a cameo at some point, but he's basically done. Black Widow, I think, will maybe come and go a little bit. She has her own movie coming up. Yes, but that's going to be, I, I guarantee you, that's a prequel. Guarantee that's a prequel. Cool. Have we determined what um, um, the new Spider-Man movie timeline is? Like, is it going to be no. before? I'm betting it's after Endgame. They're saying, well, that's the one thing they've told us is that it's after Endgame. Okay. Yeah. But there's theories that it's after Endgame and before Infinity War. What? No. Peter never got off the bus. What? If they do a time reset, uh... then this is when... Uh, Peter Parker is on the bus in Infinity War. He's returning from the trip to Europe. Uh huh. Oh. Mm. Oh. Oh, that made my head hurt. Yeah. <laughs> well, at any rate, I think that <laughs> timey wimey, wibbly wobbly. <laughs> that's how I think. Of, that's how. I, that, that's how I'm figuring it goes down. Uh, and then we're gonna get a bunch of new Avengers that are gonna have similar powers. Vision comes back. Oh, but I do. I have one of the really big theory that I want to share here for yeah. phase four. Okay. I think we're going to start to finally fucking see some honest to God, Nick Fury. And I pray to the gods of Marvel that they actually give us some real Maria Hill. Okay. They had an amazing cast in, and having Colby, uh, Kobe Smulders as Maria Hill. She's an amazing Maria Hill. Uh, she's an amazing choice for Maria Hill. I shouldn't say she's an amazing Maria Hill. They haven't actually shown her doing shit yet. Right. <laughs> but uh, she'd be an amazing cast for that. So there's that one. Does Thanos get a redemptive arc? No. Nah. What do you mean by redemptive arc? Maybe he sets everything back the right way it should be. Well, yeah. Well, so so that was another one of the predictions that we were asked. Does then does Thanos unsnap or do we do time travel? Nope. Marvel won't allow it. They need, they still, Marvel still needs a bunch of punching. Yeah. They're not going to yeah. end an Avengers movie without a lot of goddamn punching. Well, I mean, but they could, so I guess pu- they, they could, could, they could punch him into seeing the error of his ways. Maybe his, his people are already gone and this needed to be done. Well, and, and th- we've seen synopsis that have said that, uh, the, uh, Avengers and the Rangers of the guardians of the galaxy, try to undo the actions of the infinity war and face a greater threat that's looming. So we know yeah. that there's another threat that they're going to go. Even Thanos could go, Oh crap. I need to fix things so that we can take this guy down. I don't mm. think so. I think they're, they're gearing up for either secret war or Galactus in either event. They need to wait for the Fox stuff to all come back. So they can't do any kind of a reveal. Mm. Or, or, or Dan's right. They go straight anime where it's like, Nope. Each bad guy has to be, even bigger and better, better than the last one. Like you know, what they could do like they 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 could they he could snap together the uh, the alt version, so they have to fight the their doppelgangers. Yeah, you could do a doppelganger fight. Oh man! Uh, all right, go ahead, moving forward. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Coming from her name is Elizabeth. Speaking of uh, lost but not forgotten loved ones, on for geek's sake, uh, her name is Elizabeth. Asks in the vein of epic back rap battles of history, which I'm a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Will we see a battle between Gary Gygax and Shigeru Miyamoto? Uh, Miyamoto. She's going to yell at me because I said it wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's also in keeping with classic for geek's sake, saying names terribly wrong. Right, Daniel? 
Uh, <laughs> so Danielle, did you, did you do your research? I did. I had to look up both of those names because right. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who they are. <laughs> That's okay. Tell everyone who Gary Gygax and Shigeru uh, Miyamoto is. So Gary Gygax is the creator of Dungeons and Dragons. Very good. Thank you. And Shigeru, I'm not going to say it, is <laughs> um, the creator of Nintendo. Right. And gave us Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong, Yes. Uh, all those stuff. Sure. Uh, and by the way, the the people of Japan, thank you for not attempting to pronounce that last name. You're uh, welcome. There Japan. are actually several ancient Japanese bloodlines that have declared a blood feud uh, after my pronunciation. Mm-hmm. So good for you. <laughs> uh, that was both that was both uh, inappropriate and culturally insensitive and a little racist. Yeah. All in one trifecta. A What's little, up? Everyone's Going out a little on, bit if racist. If only I had a gong sound effect out. <laughs> yeah. Perfect timing. America. Hashtag going out racist. Uh, no, that's not the <laughs> final episode title. <laughs> the so, what do you think, there, Danielle? I'm gonna ask you. Start with you because you didn't you didn't get to talk about the movie pieces here. Uh, who's who's had a bigger impact on geek, Shigeru oh, or God. Gary? What do you think? There is absolutely um, a right answer. If you get it wrong, we'll all make fun of you. Well, here's I the won't. thing. So Shigeru is obviously involved in more mainstream things that I personally have more. Um, affection for because I mean I I've played D&D once but I've I probably played Dr. Mario and all of the Mario Brothers games and all of the Mario's like a bajillion times oh my god can we pa- I'm sorry pause Matt Heimrell I hope you're listening there was a Dr. Mario <laughs> shout out yes. in the very last episode from Danielle. Danielle, I love you so much. Would that make Matt, ha- uh, Matt happy? No, actually, he hated Dr. Mario. <laughs> it drove him nuts. And we, we got into a fight over it, I believe. Yes, you um, did. If I'm recalling correctly. Uh, I um, love it. Sorry, go ahead. Dr. Mario is literally the best game ever made for Nintendo. Yo, I, I used to play Dr. Mario with my grandmother for hours. Dr. Mario uh, and Mahjong. Mario. Oh, yeah. The Super Nintendo version of Mahjong. (laughs) Anyway, I'm so sorry. So go ahead. Yes. So so I think, like I said, Shigeru did a lot for mainstream, like geek and kind of like making it normalized to play video games. Um, But obviously Gygax not just affected, but created a whole universe and world that we never would have known. And like, like my personal all time favorite board game ever, Lords of Waterdeep is set in Dungeons and Dragons realm. So, I mean, I honestly, I feel like Gygax kind of laid down nerd foundation. Um, Shut up, Dan. But again, Shigeru, you know, made it mainstream and made it, cool to play video games. So I don't know. I actually agree 100% with Danielle. I think that it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, first of all, credit to her name is Elizabeth for coming up with two geek Titans. Right. Uh, but this is a, uh, isn't this a celebrity death match? No. Epic rap battles. Epic rap oh, battles. it's an epic rap battle. That's right. right. So I, I don't know. I mean, you're, I, I agree with Daniel because Shigeru is going to hit the mainstream stuff. I mean, gave us Mario, gave us Link, gave us Donkey Kong, like F zero, like mm-hmm. the list of this guy's accomplishments and how they affected the video game industry cannot be overstated. But Gary Gygax fucking invented tabletop RPGs. Right. To answer, yeah. to answer my name is Elizabeth's, question uh-huh. of our prediction. Do I think it will happen? No. 
I think Gygax is too obscure for epic rap battles. Would it be awesome? Absolutely. It would be an incredible battle. Yeah. <laughs> it would be amazing. Yeah. Well, they will go obscure. I mean, they've gone historically obscure, but yeah. it depends on it. Like they'll do one very popular prominent figure and then go someone kind of obscure right. to counter them. So I, I could see like a Gygax, but he'd have to go get somebody even more mainstream. Yeah. Cause Shigeru is not going to be a household name. Neither, um, neither of them are going to be right. 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 So, right. And they're not going to put them up against like Tolkien or something. Oh, uh, he already Tolkien already took out like, J.R. Martin. Yeah, but just Martin. for like the high fantasy and aspect. It was so good. It's one of my favorites. So good. Get some more sex in your movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Hawking is my favorite. Uh, Stephen Hawking versus uh, uh, Albert Einstein. Albert just oh. that line like God made one billion billion billion, billion, billion. particles and you're the ugliest one. <laughs> <laughs> your mother took the only one, the yeah. ugly ones, and built them into one nerd. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> Or uh, uh, can we give? Can we also? Uh, if we're going to mention these, we also going to yeah. talk about Bill Gates versus Steve Jobs. Oh man! Which was? Have you, Daniel? Do you ever do epic rap battles in history? Um, I've seen like a couple of them. I'm I'm not like. Oh, super. what a fan- I know, I know. What a fantastic some rabbit the, hole to go down. Some of them are really funny, and some of them are just like Stupid. I'm like I'm like this is for a very specific demographic, mm-hmm. and I am not that demographic. <laughs> some of them are just bad. Yeah, let's be real clear. Some of them are terrible. Yeah. Uh, but any with the ones with Key and Peele, where he did Gandhi versus Martin Luther King. Oh yep. my god, those are all solid. Oh, <laughs> uh, or Michael Jordan okay, versus Muhammad Ali. I'm there for Key and Peele. I'm there for anything. Yeah. Right. Key and Peele. They so. did two. They did Michael Jordan yeah. versus uh, Muhammad. Muhammad Ali and uh, Gandhi versus uh, Martin Luther King where Martin Luther King goes, I've got so much street cred. They put my names on the sign and that's just <laughs> such a fucking epic. Anyway, so Guy Gax <laughs> versus Shigeru. Um, who do you think wins? And okay, so so let's let's explain this question. We're gonna live in the world where this happens. Right. Yeah. Who's going to come out? Who's going to come out on top? What do you say? I say Guy Gax. You're going really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't say that would be my preference. I'm saying uh, the way that I see an epic rap battle playing out. Okay. I just, I'm surprised. I think, I think the word play would be much more interesting yeah. with his universe. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And it could be interesting. I, I, I see Shigeru doing it. You, you think yeah. Shigeru takes he it? He takes it away. Because when it comes to pop culture, he, he's he got more to rap about. He's got more. Yeah. He's got the street cred, to, per se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. See, I see Gygax because I feel like he's got more, dare I say, more imagination. He's got the depth. You know, you like know? more depth. Like, I don't know. Just, I, like, I don't know. Which way are you going, Danielle? Um, honestly, God, that's hard. I think I would pick Shigeru because, again, he has influenced so much of pop culture and um dan you said like the vocabulary is that what is that the word you used i think yeah wordplay like vocabulary. That. i don't know yeah, uh, yeah wordplay i think that um shigeru's library of mm-hmm. games mm. that has been created under his world i think he's gonna have plenty to play with and i think his I, his again, I think his library of games is big, but the only point that I would argue when it comes to wordplay is literally like his most famous characters only say, it's a me and I actually hear the thing. I think Danielle sold me though. I think, I think in an epic rap battle, Shigeru takes it. If I'm going to look at me personally, I mean, I, you're talking, I mean, I'm, you're, you're talking to a guy actually, as you're listening to a guy <laughs> who has been, <laughs> Who has spent For the last time? Uh, Some people might talk back. That's true. Oh, a lot of people, a lot of people yell. Obs- yeah, a lot of people <laughs> yell obscenities at the radio. <laughs> you um, idiot! What's up, Mike? Uh, but I mean, between the two, between the two, I think Shigeru takes the rap battle. But me personally, it's Gygax all the way. 
Well, honestly, Gygax wrote a couple books. Like he's very Tolkien esque in that sense because he created the system, right? He wrote a couple books, but that's he, he didn't continue contributing like deeper and more. But he wrote. But he wrote. A, he wrote a, a game. He created a game that's literally all about writing. Think yeah, about he, it. He launched like a Dungeons thousand and ships. Dra- sure, yeah, yeah, like yeah, Dungeons yeah. and Dragons is about being a writer. Essentially, you're writing a campaign. You're creating storytelling. Story. Like, right. That's. Whew, I mean, I'm, way I'm, to I love me some Gygax, but in the, the epic rap battle, like it's all about how many rhymes you got. And I feel like Nintendo, you just can go all day. All right. Hey, Plus he's listen. bilingual. Those some Japanese words in there. And people <laughs> go crazy over, you know, they do. They do. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's go for one that was a little off. We actually had a couple that were that, that we kind of as a team put to put in there. And by team, I mean me uh-huh. and maybe Danielle. So uh, we'll do one of those next. Uh, let's see here. Uh, how long before? Re- how long do we really have before the robot uprising? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm, hopefully less than thirty years. Why less than thirty? Because that's when global warming is going to get us. Oh right, 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 right. You forget we have heroes working on this problem. That's true. Cool, 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 cool. Or. Warm, warm, warm. <laughs> you save that shit. You save that shit for our pay for our bill paying segment. Don't bring in those puns now. Uh, how long before the robot uprising? Danielle, actually, weren't you and Liz? Aren't you and Liz both going to try to fight against the robot uprising? I I was going to try, but you know what? Now that I live up in the Northeast and I've seen what I I can do um, up here in this uh, temperature, including shoveling snow, I'm going to say I'm probably not going to win. So um, <laughs> no. you're coming over to Team Robot. You joining no, us? No, 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 no. I I think someone should fight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. The question like, is, are you going to bow shit. down? Are you she's, going to bend the knee? She's going to be <laughs> a rebellion supporter, which right. is which Are you going to bend the knee and hand enough. over the baby? That's the question. No, no, I'm not going to bend the knee. But what I will do is right, I Matt will Martigan. support those. I will support those who are successful in, in leading us to uh, a hopeful rebellion. Time out, little finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle's just, just back here chewing on the seriously, scenery. Seriously, just spit the scenery no, out no. your goddamn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch over here just back in the winter. Can I tell you right now, with no hesitation, I've never been more proud of you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she's got that. Oh she's God. got that. Let's go. Whoever's winning. I think she's really got that. <laughs> no, no, no. I am not rooting for the robots ever. I'm saying I'm supporting the people that are fighting mm-hmm. the robots. Yeah. Bitch has got, bitch has got a picture hanging up that says go robots and behind it. She flips it around and says <laughs> go humans. And it's just yeah. kind of like just two big accounts. One the robots know about to tax her <laughs> safely and one they don't, they don't know about. <laughs> I would like to reiterate that she while sells would, out the rebellion leaders that yeah. are doing poorly. I would very <laughs> much like to, I'm, I'm kind of on the side of Danielle where I would very much like to be a part of the resistance while stuff yes. still looked good, right? <laughs> like we're just getting wind that the robots are going to try and take over. So we're going to try and like you know, nip it in the bud. But so like, John Connor, you but are like, not. When, no, like when it all goes to shit, and I've stated this before, like zombie apocalypse, like I'm fucking out. Do people are like, oh, like you're going to be on my zombie apocalypse team? Like I'm not even going to be on my own zombie apocalypse team, right? Like I've watched yeah, The Walking Dead. Give me a cyanide capsule. Right? I'm like done. it's nothing but misery <laughs> porn. Like I don't, I'm not sticking around for that shit. Like, well, you know what? It's been fun and like soft serve ice cream was great. And now that I'm never going to be able to get that again, I'm out. <laughs> I... I and I actually want to take this opportunity to remind people that in the event of an apocalypse, 
uh, don't look to me for leadership. <laughs> However, no one was planning on it. Right, right. No, well, I mean, I'm really fucking bossy, so a lot of people might assume that I've got. Uh, but no, you're loud, he, and like people would be just be like, follow I, the loud one. Right, he tells people what to do a lot, so I just assume he's got a plan. No, 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 no. But in your post-apocalypse. After the zombies have been defeated or the robots have all been hit with an EMP or whatever the fuck it is, that's when you want me because while I do not have an apocalypse survival plan, I have a post-apocalypse survival plan and motherfucker, you want to be on my team. Wait, okay? what's, what's the difference? No, the apocalypse is when everybody's still fighting and you're trying to survive. Sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Just sit in a bunker right, and right. then wait. I'm, I'm going to follow. He's I'm, rebuilding civilization. Yeah, yeah. When it's, when it's yeah. done and now the humans have to rebuild, uh, that's going to be when you're going to want to be on my team. Oh. Cause uh, motherfucker, we winning, okay? Well, that's when that's when government is uh, is rebuilt in a completely different way, as mm-hmm. we know from all of the dystopian novels right, that right, start right. with the sure, Hunger Games. Like, yeah. we have right. to exactly. we have to kill exactly. the president. And Al will obviously be <laughs> in that government. No, no. As I was right. saying, why did you say that on the internet, Danielle? Please talk. No, please keep talking, Danielle. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that out loud, but Danielle, please keep talking. <laughs> please. Yeah, so Al is going to be a crucial part of that new government. And exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. All I'm saying is the new... Well, the, hey, the, hey, what district are you over then? All of them? Mm-hmm. All those other Al stories oh, so out there you, have so nothing you to are, say about it. So you are what's-her-face in, in the final mm-hmm. Hunger Games where you think that you have... No, see? Katniss has to put an arrow through your face. No, here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is true. We all think that you're better than President Snow, but you're really just as bad, Al. <laughs> First of all... <laughs> First of all, let me be real clear here. I never claimed I was better than President Snow. <laughs> Number two, I assure you, very few people have thought through where exactly they would establish their new home base and how they would run uh, uh, their little their well, little tribe. How do we know where we're going to establish our new home base when we don't even know what the fuck's going to be left mine, after the bombs have dropped? Listen, mine mine works in any suburban neighborhood. Mine. Yes, my plan oh. works in any suburban neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of God. Listen, this is central goddamn Florida. I promise you there will be suburban neighborhoods left. <laughs> Florida's underwater. Right? Exactly. They're going to be yeah. underwater. That's fine. Then we'll go north to find a suburban yeah. neighborhood. I'm telling you, after the after the zombies are defeated, the next question at your bound needs to be, where the fuck is Al Sterling? <laughs> Hear me now or die under my rule later. Can I just go uh, off the grid and let people assume that I'm dead? Sure, that's fine too. <laughs> Uh, let's go another one the here. The problem with the zombie apocalypse is really all the methane that comes off of the rotting bodies. <laughs> Will J.K. Rowling write any more Harry Potter novels, not screenplays or textbooks, but actual goddamn novels? Uh, now, no. Danielle was not here for our discussion on uh, J.K. Rowling and the Chamber of Unnecessary Secrets. Uh, <laughs> we just compile all of her all of her tweets over the last five years into a new novel, right? And publish. Well, that's so. I actually have a theory on that. Um, Obviously, she still enjoys writing because she's still publishing under that Robert, whatever you say, Galbraith or whatever. Is she really? But, the yeah, Chris yeah, Gaines of the literary world? <laughs> yeah, she, she has a, a pen name and she's writing novels under this name. But anyways. Does I she know honestly, that she's J.K. Rowling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she can like sell a lot of novels under her own name. It's Chris well, Gaines. <laughs> she, she's never denied that it's her. They just don't market it as her. Okay. So. Um, but honestly, I think the reason why she does all this, like pissing off people on Twitter by revealing things that never really needed to be revealed. Stop it. JK, just stop it. Um, is because she doesn't want to write another Harry Potter novel and she wants to write her, her own Harry Potter fan fiction. <laughs> 
You forgot the word erotic. Erotic fanfiction. Erotic fanfiction. Erotic, yes. Like literally, the actually, wait, wait, let's like, get homoerotic fanfiction. Nobody asked, yes. and she's like, she's like, Ron and Harry actually had sex in the common room every night. <laughs> like, what? You've heard of Michael Jackson, right? They, they pooped in their pants. There was a wizard one. They they pooped in their pants all the time. Just want to know they pooped in their pants. <laughs> But I think that's why she's doing this is because she wants the Harry Potter world to live as it is now and doesn't want to add to it. And she knows with all of the the fame that these new movies are catching on with, you know, getting new fans and stuff, they probably would be pressuring her to write new books. So she's like, you know what? I'm just going to fuck everything. And sorry. Uh, for taking <laughs> oh, no, we're, no, no, we're way past that. OK, it's, okay. it's, it's um, the last episode. <laughs> so it basically ruins her chances for more books because people are getting so pissed at her. So. That's my theory. Uh, all right. Next, Let me be very wait. clear. I would read the fuck out of a new Harry Potter. Da- oh, so would <laughs> I. Me too. Danielle, me too. do you have Twitter? I I have a Twitter. Right. I don't go on a Twitter. Can you tweet at JK Rowling and ask her what the wizard version of the fleshlight is? <laughs> Dude, please don't. No, I'm not going to do that. But thanks for asking, Eli. Uh, <laughs> well, now next. that's on the internet, so she's going to answer it eventually. <laughs> Up next, this one's coming from Dustin with apologies to our producer, Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, will there ever be a Marvel movie remake of the classic comedy Weekend at Bernie's with Stanley as Bernie? And then he followed it up with, please, I really need to know. No, fuck you, Dustin. How dare <laughs> That's you? horrible. How dare you, Dustin? I love you, Liz. Thank oh, you for making me, oh not my. making me say it. I'm sorry because I don't, I'm, I'm not close with Dustin and I know that you guys know him. So no, <laughs> Dustin, no. I mean, here's, here's the thing. That's sit down. terrible. Dust- Bernie wasn't actually a dead man. Like in the movie, he was, but not like IRL. Right, <laughs> right. Like that. Like like Stan is dead. I had IRL. to stop and think about what IRL stood for. I was like, hang on, I can do this. I'm so cool. Ugh, I'm sorry. The wound is too fresh, and that's not funny, Dustin. All right, get so, it together. Let's move on to another one. Thanks. Sorry, Dustin. Listen, buddy, I asked. Okay, <laughs> I had a feeling it was going to go. I was hoping th- you were going to skip right over that one because it's horrible. Uh, hey, hey, no, there's no such thing as a bad question. We there can is. answer it honestly. Oh, no, oh, no there is. No, that was <laughs> Dustin. There won't be one. Sorry, uh, sorry. Seven. How many Marvel movies? I don't know why I included the number because we're doing them out of order. Uh, how many Marvel movies before a true box office flop? And here's what I mean by flop. Here's what, I mean, here's what I mean by a flop. I mean that it does not make at least double its cost. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. They've got the formula. They have. They have. They have absolutely cracked the formula, and it's not gonna happen. In the fan base. Now there was a time when you would have said the same thing about westerns. Yeah. Ooh. Remember, we talked about this actually a couple weeks ago. The westerns are really the new. The new superhero movies. Superhero movies are the new western. There was a hundred, hundred, hundred westerns. Now, okay. Here's the thing, though. Westerns were a uh, product of convenience. It was easy to make. Sure. You could go out into the Arizona desert and make a Western for very little money. You could not make a man fly. You could not make a woman shoot uh, uh, blasts out of her hands. Photon photon, blasts. Photon blasts. You couldn't make a cat and do a giant monster the same way. Let me counter that. You didn't have the, the ability to make the things that they can make so easily now. Well, let me counter that with there's been plenty of flops pre you know Iron Man 1. Uh-huh. True. So there's been no no there's been flops post Iron Man just not for Marvel. Correct. Yeah yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. You know, maybe maybe post Endgame, once we lose our beloved cast and we start, because we've already announced that Marvel movies aren't ending, there's just going to be a new era of Marvel movies. Maybe maybe we'll see something then because maybe they're not going to be as widely received. As long as Kev is in charge. Well, the problem That's is... My, my friend Kev. Uh, Your friend Kev? Yeah, Kevin K- Feige. K-Dog, K-Man? Yeah. yeah. Uh, as long as he is running the show... They're solid. Well, the day that he retires, Feige they, Feige, they have like got <laughs> to replace him well. F-bomb. His name is, he goes by F-bomb. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Actually, you know what? You can't call him that. You, you can't <laughs> reset the movie universe like they do comic books. Like, you can't. And they've proven, they've tried to reset, like, Hulk multiple times. It, does, it doesn't work. Yeah. Right? Once mm-hmm. something flops, it's kind of, it's kind of dead. Spider-Man would beg to differ. So would Batman. But Batman never really flops. It like even Spider Batman just, and Robin. Batman yeah. and yeah, Batman Forever what? was. A, I mean, that, no, no, Batman, yeah. Ro- Batman Forever no. was good. Batman Forever. Yeah. Ba- oh, Batman Forever was not good. <laughs> it, was it was fine. No, 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 no. And it did Batman well Batman Forever office. was good in the same way that Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was good. It only I'll take that. Like once Crystal Skull came out, you look at Temple of Doom and go, you know what? That was so bad. I didn't say it was Avengers. I said it was good. It's a punch in the nads. In comparison to Batman and Robin, which was like a baseball bat to the nads. Exactly. That that's the flop of the franchise. It's true. Okay. It's a bigger flop. Now that we've established that yeah. I'm right. Yeah. So, <laughs> eh. but we come back from that with Batman Begins. Yeah. So, we can reset successfully. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm going to give it 12 years. 12 years, huh? There won't at be least. a flop for 12 years. I don't, I don't think, not a true, as in like using this as our benchmark. Or 11 years not, in. It does not make more than, it does not make at least double its cost to make. That would be, I mean, as we've, we, we, I've explored a lot of movies and how the business of movies gets made throughout the four years we've been doing this show. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's going to get cheaper and cheaper but, to make these things. But they're, but they're only spending more and more money despite it getting cheaper. Mm-hmm. And, and, how close, like, there's been a lot of talk, but technically, how close was Solo to being a flop? Uh, still not close. It was still... Yeah, it's still not close. Right, with the DC movies. We talked about the DC movies were terrible. terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm, because I'm Batman. <laughs> what did you say that name? Martha. Why did you say that name? Uh, but none of the DC movies were a flop by that Suicide metric. Squad. Still not no. a flop, according to that metric. They still made shit tons of money. Mm-hmm. I maintain that I don't think we're going to see a Marvel flop in that sense. I don't think never. No, no, no. They, no, they said they said they said Rome would last forever. Uh, <laughs> there will. I'm going to give it. They, 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 here's a, here. Well, you, you might be right. Not 12 years might be a little long, but they are. The thing about Marvel is they are. They have that roadmap, mm-hmm. right? And it's pretty integrated and it's been developed by the people that are already making this stuff. So it's kind of secure, mm-hmm. but Gonna, I, I can only hope and pray that we get yeah. a graceful end. Danielle, you're in a laptop, which, right? Which we're clearly not going to get. Yes. For geeks can you, can you keyboard end. jockey for us one final time and find out how old Kevin Feige is? Why she how looks old at, he is? Yeah. Yep. yeah. K-Dog. Yeah, don't, don't look him up as F-bomb. Look him up as Kevin yeah. Feige. So only I call him F-bomb. Here's the thing. At some point, the investors, the money's really going to become a problem, right? And they're going to do something. Disney's that, money is going to become a problem? Well, d- d- but, you know, there's a lot of... 
in companies and industries that the the parent company has a lot of money, but it doesn't mean they're gonna give it. They're not gonna keep a. Uh, yep. you know, they're not gonna pe- keep putting glitter on poop. You know what I'm saying? So at some point, that's, that's Warner Brothers' move. I don't think. Right. I don't think. I believe the traditional phrase is polish a turd. But no, no, no. Putting glitter on poop. I, I like glitter on poop. <laughs> Danielle, glitter on poop. What's your verdict? Um, he's 46. <laughs> you answer. know what? That's a good answer. That's a, that's that is the answer. best answer. So 46, 12 years puts him at Actually, 58. Actually, he's not. Oh my God, you guys. He has the same birthday as my son. I think he's a little older. <laughs> I think he yeah, had it first. That means he has the same birthday as one of your sons. Wait, mine or you, who's? June 2nd. Oh, is that one of my kids? Yeah, it's one of my kids. <laughs> Which one? The older one. Mm. Malcolm. I do this <laughs> thing with my kids so often. Malcolm. I look at my kids so often and go, which one are you? That they now answer honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like with no trace of like sarcasm or silliness. Malcolm. I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. All right, come on. Let's go. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's like uh, great so, messenger. So, so Kevin Feige is 46. 46. I, want, I want you well, to know that I'm, he will be I'm putting away money for their therapy <laughs> <laughs> because I care about you and your family. That much. you care, just care about the family. I care about I'm your fine. family. family guy, hey, what was the first Marvel movie Feige produced? Uh, he was a part of the first Hulk movie prior to the MCU launching, and he's 46 now. Mm-hmm. What were you doing when you were 30? I'm just saying because uh, this dude is oh, born. Oh, 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 fun fact. When I was 30, <laughs> I was being you walked getting, out of town. You were by me. You by were getting Liz. really drunk with me at 22 as your chaperone. Right. I was being chaperoned <laughs> by a 22-year-old co-host, Liz, uh, and actually getting concerned text from a uh, from similarly you. 30-year-old uh-huh, who you. wanted to know what the hell I thought I was doing. Yeah. I believe that the, the, the official text message was, yeah. don't make me correct you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was doing. So, I mean, I think, I think I think we discussed that in text before it was sent out. <laughs> so I think the takeaway like, here, the takeaway like, here is not doing what Kevin Feige was doing. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying but to, like 58 years old. Yeah, I think I think he I think he at some point I think at some point he looks at his money bin and says, well, it's three quarters full. Uh, but it's not like at this point, it's probably not even hard work for him. So like he'll be phoning it in even by then and still be doing a kick-ass job. Like, yeah, well, no, phoning it in is what George Lucas does mm-hmm. and they'll still make all the money. They still right? The money. Like they're still rich. I don't know. I'm still saying 12 years, 12 years going price is right rule. So closest to the actual without going over. Yeah. All right. Nine years, three months then. Uh, what do you say? Daniel, do you have a quiz? Do you have a, 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 a thing for $1? One, one, one day. <laughs> Um, I don't think they're ever going to flop, honestly, especially because of the way that they've mapped it out so that as the older cast moves on or gets killed or whatever, they're already introducing and making you fall in love with the newer casts and newer characters, the way that they introduce them. So I don't think you're going to ever really go wrong as long as they keep that momentum moving forward. I think you're right. It's not bad. And I I still just want to repeat this again. Falcon over uh, Bucky for new cap. I know they're not going to do it, but I say Falcon over Bucky. Uh, all right. Let up next here. Let's do one for Dan. Casting predictions. Ooh. Uh, we got four of them. We're gonna do. We're gonna actually just let Dan go first, and then we'll discuss what he said. Because let's be honest. Okay. Uh, so our four casting predictions: Batman, because uh, Batfleck is out, and we're talking classic Batman here, not young Batman or new Batman or Batman Beyond. Classic Batman. Army Hammer. Oh, he's okay. Who? Army what? Hammer. Army Hammer, and now I have to look up who the fuck Army Hammer is. Me too. I don't know who that is. Oh, I don't know what you're looking for. He's the front runner, Al. That's who he is. 
what has he been in other than Lone Ranger? Oh, okay. Look at those. Look at those eyes. Look at that motherfucker's eyes. Ooh. I'm showing you the cartoon character. <laughs> He's like, he's got Tom Brady eyes. Like you just. Oh, mm-hmm. why'd you have to fucking ruin it? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I Tom thought he was Brady, pretty. And then you said Tom Brady. And now I want to throw up a little bit. Tom Brady wins because the defensive line gets lost in his goddamn eyes. <sighs> his <sighs> eyes sparkle and the defensive line and the other team doesn't know what to do next. Yeah, they get lost in his eyes and he distracts them with his eyes while he deflates the balls. I don't give a shit what he does next. It's those goddamn eyes. Yeah, I was right. I, I'm, okay, I'm so as yeah. anti Tom Brady's it gets and like. With with him falling to the ground, throwing about the same time, you still lock onto his eyes. And it's Ugh. like, damn it. Whatever. I yeah. mean, so he's pretty. Arm Army Arm and Hammer. Arm and Hammer. <laughs> baking has, soda he, is he real cute. Army Hammer. I really like baking soda. Which he's is just cute. a great name, Army <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> he was in a man from Uncle? Who was yeah. he in a man from hey, Uncle? Bro, the he Army's was the don't man use hammers anymore. He was what? You have to leave. He was the man from Uncle. No, no, no. That was uh, what's his nuts. What do you need? Mm. Um That was Superman, Henry Cavill. Oh, he's the other one. Oh, he's the other one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he could do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's Batman. Superman. <laughs> Oof. Um, Superman. Assuming, because uh, Henry, Henry Cavill's out. Right. Which is a, which is a loss for all of us, because, again, I cannot repeat this enough. Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill were not the goddamn problems. No. I'm going to go uh, Stephen Amell. Ooh. You think Green Arrow becomes, oh, Danielle's saying no. Yep, and Arrow is over as of this fall. Okay, well, Danielle, what do you? What, what's your issue here? I think. Well, first of all, can we go back to Batman because I have a say about this because I did the research. Oh, oh, go for it. Let's go. Let's hear it, girl. Tell him what's up. I think. I think, especially if we're going like throwback, let's say to like the '70s series style, I think we got to go with Will Arnett because a he's got the voice, obviously, because he does the Lego one. Mm-hmm. Why would and- we be doing that? Why would we be going back to 66? Well, if we're doing it, though, let the girls finish. Yeah, I just think he's got really good comedic timing, but he also has shown that he can do kind of serious stuff like in Flaked. I don't know. I think he'd be awesome as the Batman. I can't tell Will you Arnett. You know what, Danielle? Props for, Batman. Not, props for not choosing the same like eight people everyone else chooses. Sure, uh, you so. know what? Then let's be clear here. Will Arnett would be far from the worst Batman we've had. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, Clooney. And feel- Kilmer. And Kilmer. And Kilmer, thank you. And Kil- no, fucking Kilmer. Uh, so, all right, Superman. Superman, based on looks alone, Matt Bomer, a hundred percent. He oh, is. Oh, he does Superman. have. He does have the cheekbones. Mm. Yep, and the blue eyes, and, and then, the dark and, hair, right, and the hair that would do that little one curl thing. And he's and he's tall. He's got the build, the physique. Oh I yeah. Think what else is he in? Uh, he was in White Collar. He's in. Yeah, white collar. He's in the new uh, the new Will and Grace. He's got a, a little arc going. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, okay. I, I think also- um, now that he's he's getting a little older and he's he's got to retire from the spy business and like the womanizing. I think Archer is the perfect next Batman. Mm, what? <laughs> the voice of Archer, maybe. <laughs> But H. John Benjamin is not playing a superhero in you anything. Do, you do know what H. Like, John Benjamin looks like. like. No, no, I mean, he and I, he and I will play Batman and Robin at the same goddamn no, time. No, okay, I mean, like that's. I mean Archer. Like Archer is the next Batman. Archer alone, yes. Archer. You did not say animated characters. That is true. Eli, Eli is drinking. Uh, if if Kevin Conroy gets bored and retires, I actually would not mind H. John Benjamin playing Batman. Uh, all right, up next, Jean Grey, because now we're, we're welcoming back in the X Men to the fold. So I grabbed a couple of X Men here. Jean Grey. That's such a tough one because I keep going to Sophie Turner in my brain. Can I tell you, no, I say we keep Sophie Turner. I say we keep Sophie Turner. I don't like Money in the Waters like that. 
I Wait, think why? She, why? Because why? the X-Men timeline is already so convoluted. Let's just flush it away and start fresh. I Haven't get we that. already done that? So, a couple times. Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's why it's so convoluted. But Sophie Turner is, is a great actress who has not gotten the opportunity to do a tenth of what she can do. You know what? They could reuse an actress because she's been in full head-to-toe makeup every time that we've seen her. If you say Jennifer Lawrence. No. Okay. Karen Gillan. Oh. Oh, Danielle. Miss Amelia Pond. Could, could, Amelia, I, could Amy Pond I'm, play Jean Grey? I'm not, I'm not super familiar with X-Men in general, but I think Karen Gillan can do anything. So, yes, I support this. <laughs> It's a good call. Because as Nebula, like, you don't see any of Karen in there. You don't see her right. at all. Yeah. Right. Okay, I feel, I'm, I'm still stuck on Superman, and I'm so here for Matt Bomer playing <laughs> Superman. <laughs> no, because seriously, because now I'm like, because like I really didn't know who he was, but now I'm looking through, and I'm like, okay, but not only would he be like, I love Henry Cavill, but like probably the most attractive Superman we've ever had. He'd also be the first openly gay actor to portray Superman, and I'm here for that. Let's do it. Matt yep. Bomer, Let's 2020. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Appreciate your insight there. You're welcome. Uh, back to Jean Grey. Uh, Sophie <laughs> Turner's good. Amelia Pond, arguably better. Yeah. All right. Listen, how about this? You've already said, Dan, that Daniel Radcliffe would be the perfect Wolverine, mm-hmm. and you won that. He so. would. He fucking would. I hate how hard I agree with you on Oh, that. my <laughs> God. You know I don't want to agree with him. He did one of those uh, things where they, they do the, yeah. the Google searches, and one of the things was, is Henry, is uh, what's his name? Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe. Yep. going to be the new Wolverine. And he kind of laughed and he was like, oh, yeah. And then I take a bunch of steroids and turn into Hugh Jackman. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Do what you got to uh, do. Take the and he was steroids. Like, yeah, I don't see that right. happening. I'm like, yeah, I can see it happening. Bro. Listen, take right? the steroids, dude. You're not, you're not a professional athlete. You don't get in trouble for that. All right. Professional athletes barely get in trouble for that. You'll be fine. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. And last, but certainly not least mystique. Can I tell you my prediction for mystique? Go for it. Fucking who cares? Uh, yeah, anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here, like Mystique, part of Mystique's appeal can the, was the goddamn Mystique. Can we, can right. that be the episode title? FGS fucking who cares? <laughs> <laughs> there was I, a uh, AAF broadcast the other day where they, they, nobody knew that it was like already live during the halftime show. And one of the guys at the desk was like, don't worry about it. Nobody listening. Nobody's listening. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good show. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. <laughs> Nobody's listening. Nobody cares. All right. Next. How long before we see an actual Marvel DC crossover movie? How long before Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel are on the screen together? Danielle is not down for this idea at all. I'm not. I'm not there for that. No. I don't see it nope, happening until Disney acquires Warner Brothers. Right. <laughs> which, <laughs> which probably which. is not too far off. So the two years. Okay. So Dan's got two <laughs> years. <laughs> well, well, until the initial acquisition yeah. we've seen with Fox, it's going to take another two years and then That's two fair. years from the, so, so six years, we're no, no, saying. No, no. six years. It's right. 12 years, right? Cause their first flop is going to trigger it. That's plus the, uh, the that's main, actually my guess. Exactly. Yeah, the main dude at Warner Brothers just uh, retired step back. Who's been kind of keeping them afloat for a very long time. So, Mm. So could be in some troubled waters coming ahead. I mean, Here comes Mickey money bags. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't, who did AT&T just buy Comcast? 
They bought someone else. About another. They bought a lot of people. I know. Viacom, like, which was part of the. You don't really want me to go down this. <laughs> I know. By the time my kids are my age, I just there's only going to be one company. Right. More or less. All the restaurants are going to be Taco Bell. Yeah, like Google, Disney. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bell. there'll probably be like five companies. Uh, so anybody, anybody else want to take a? What do you think there, Dan? For Mystique? No, no, no. For Marvel and DC, <laughs> actually making. Oh my bad. Welcome yeah. back. Sorry, I already said it. I already <laughs> said six years. Oh, so oh, you're saying six years? Okay. Yeah. Liz, you see it happening? Anything? I don't only because I don't think I want it to happen. <laughs> I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be a thing. But in the comics, there have been Marvel DC crossovers. Yeah, yeah no, of course there and, have. And uh, and I kind of think that it would be like that would be kind of badass. And what really got me thinking about it, of course, was watching was was watching last week. We did the trailer right there. Yeah, the Batman yeah. Ninja Turtles trailer. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, when the Shredder only, and Ra's al Ghul stood next to each other. The only way I will stand for it is if you are incorporating DC characters into Marvel movies. Oh yeah, no. At no point does somebody look at DC and go, "We'll bring our characters over to you." Yeah. Like you guys take the keys. Like, like <laughs> this is like that's like that's like your friend finally got like Michelangelo and like yeah. yeah so I guess we'll go play with your lack of toys. <laughs> How about you come over? I've got the playroom. Let's play at my house. Listen, no, but I didn't go running. I went over to Jade's house because Jade's parents <sighs> bought him everything. Okay. People came to my house. Great, but nobody was really allowed in my house. Yeah. So we went to Jade's <laughs> house to go play. We go to Al's house to play outside. Exactly. What exactly. if it was Deadpool versus the DC universe? Well, after everybody died, they'd have to figure out how to rebuild the DC universe. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, maybe that's the reboot. Maybe that's the reboot that DC needs. Yeah. They do it animated. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That actually. Ooh. Then DC gets the keys. Oh, actually. Yeah, that's true. Animated. I could see animated in the next five years. Sure. Marvel sucks at animated. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They mm-hmm. just do. I could see Marvel going over to DC for the animation piece. We started watching the, well, Hulk, the Hulk versus. Uh, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> we got like 10 minutes and I'm like, nope. I fell asleep during that. I'll, I'll see that and raise it in a, a uh, into the spider verse. Yeah, but that's harder. The different, same thing. different animals. Yeah. What if they did like a Berlanti mini series? The Berlanti crossover stuff is actually pretty good. I mm-hmm. enjoyed the last big Berlanti crossover. What was it? Hmm. Crisis. Was that the one? I don't know. There was I enjoyed, but there did Supergirl, uh, uh, Arrow, and where Arrow and Flash switch bodies. It's Flashpoint, wasn't it? No, no, no. Flashpoint was, was no. <laughs> oh, I'm really behind then on my DC. I don't know. Shows. Flash and Arrow switch bodies. Yeah, they switch. Uh, Supergirl shows up. They do a thing. Uh, I got to see what the new Superman looks like. And can I tell you right now? Not bad. Yeah, he's good. The new Superman looks good. I like it. The Lois is a little obnoxious. Uh, they don't, oh. but it would be Lois unless she was. Listen, listen, listen. Fucking, they had. Terry Hatcher was never annoying. And Amy Adams could have been incredible if they'd actually given her anything to work with. She took a bath, which is <laughs> yeah. Damn. That was a big thing. Yeah, that would actually that was the most Amy Adams got to do with that role. Yeah. That's not even a slide on Amy Adams. That's just literally the most they gave her to do with the entire goddamn role. Uh, all right, next. Uh, got Jimmy he, killed. That's what she did. Uh, almost done. We got two left. Next. What is next for Elon Musk and the Tesla? Will we ever get fully automated self-driving cars for the masses? No. Yes. Mm-mm. Oh, yes. No. Just not from Tesla, unfortunately. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, listen, it's, it's going to happen whether people want it to or not because it... I want it to. It makes sense. 
It makes every sense, and the and the we can't keep expanding roads and infrastructure. Listen, I don't think that America is gonna get it first. No. I think that. Oh no 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 no! Because no, no. because the no. whole idea of a self driving car is way too quote unquote socialist for this country. Can so. I tell you? I just want to pause real quick. Well, San uh, Francisco gets it first. <laughs> the guy who owns Papa Sabs downstairs, yep. uh, is actually originally from Iran. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he is actually, this is true. He told me this. He told Elijah and I this today. He is flying back to Iran because he needs surgery. And it makes more sense for this American citizen of 30 goddamn years to fly back to Iran than to get the surgery on his wrists here. Jesus Christ. This isn't some super like he says they're cleaner hospitals and it's a whole lot cheaper for me to fly to Iran, get the <laughs> surgery, recover and fly back knowing that it's Iran than it is for him to stay here. And let me assure you, nobody is more aware of the danger that Iran poses than people who left Iran. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I need to get new teeth. I'm flying to Costa Rica, not because I can afford it, but because I have to get teeth eventually. And even with insurance, it's cheaper for me to fly to Costa Rica and get new teeth. I think other countries are going to get self-driving cars first, and it's going to lower automotive death rates. It's going to lower like vehicular death rates. Okay. And and we're going to, and so we're going to ban them. Yep. We're going to see, we're going to see like, (laughs) we're going to see the hard fucking facts. We're going to see that other countries are doing it better. Mm -hmm. And And we're going to go, we don't need that. And we're we're not going to get it. We're going back to (laughs) stick shift only. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking model T's and horse drawn carriages. No seatbelts anymore. Everybody. (laughs) All diesel. All the 2014 Ford uh, F one fifties. Like, look at this great bench seat and solid metal (laughs) dashboard. We're just going to (laughs) continue issuing thoughts and prayers for all of those killed in motor vehicle accidents and not actually do anything to solve the fucking problem. (laughs) Last episode. You know what? I'm leaving it there, <laughs> right? All right. Up next. I don't care. Stop listening. What the fuck am I questions? Uh, let's see here. We covered you know that what? one. I am unsubscribing from this podcast <laughs> today. You know, fuck I, it. I, 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 the, okay. Listeners, the listener that this is your first episode. And from here, you start listening backwards. <laughs> like, please email us and like, a hundred episodes and let us know how it's going. True. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we get a hell of a lot more professional the farther back you go, you know right? That's ah. that's my new idea. Depends on how far back you go. <laughs> you guys really cleaned up a yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah, there was Danielle. When you left, were we still doing the one f bomb an episode thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Was I still actually trying to do that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah. how? Long? Yeah, because when I came on, you were still trying to be really strict about that. Oh, okay. I wonder when did I give that up? Eleven like, f bombs, like or whatever. Two months ago. Oh, really? No, eleven f bombs was before. Yeah, but, yeah. eleven f bombs was, was like a special was right. case. But that I think was, it was a, really when we moved here. Oh, was it when we hit the studio that I said, fuck it, let's but do it? The 11 mm-hmm. left bombs was like the, the tie got loosened. Yeah, yeah. Right? And there was a lot of Mo Fuggins after that. Yeah. Mo, you know? Mo Fuggins. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Mo Fuggins. Oh, I'm going right, to miss question. your Mo Fuggins. Last question. <laughs> uh, very last one. Also from Peter. Oh, uh, Peter's our favorite. Also for Game of, so for Game of Thrones, similar to <gasps> the, I say this one for you. Uh, so with the Avengers, you want to know who is who lives, who dies, who tells your story. Uh, and so for Game of Thrones, same thing. Danielle, are you watching Game of Thrones? Duh. <laughs> I thought so. So Danielle, we're going to start with you and we're going to end with Liz. Okay. Uh, Danielle, 
Who lives, who dies in Game of Thrones? I don't want to talk about who lives and who dies because George R. R. Martin is a dick and I <laughs> don't want to know. I'll tell you who dies. I don't. George R. R. Martin. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> George R. R. Martin. Hashtag yeah. too Seriously. soon. And then somehow the only thing, Robert Jordan the only comes back that, from the grave and finishes the story. I think Brandon Sanderson is clearly the one who finishes the story, yeah. but that's uh, sorry. So go, the so only what thing I here? care about is Daenerys. I want Daenerys to take the fucking throne. Yeah. And yeah. So wait, does, well, okay, come on, come on, come on. Does Tyrion make it? Yes. Does. He has to. If if they kill off Tyrion, I swear to God. Okay. I will call someone. <laughs> I will write a very strongly worded letter. <laughs> Danielle's never. She finally writes that senator after all. <laughs> finally, an issue important enough. What about Arya Stark? Um. um yes, she's alive. She lives through it. Mm. Cersei. Um. No. Fucking kill her. <laughs> Jamie Lannister. Um, no, I think he dies. You think he dies? Does he go out a hero? Um, I think he goes out the way that he is now, which is sort of a hero, but still sort of a douchey dick. All right. All right. And, and, uh, for the sleeper Davos, the onion Knight. Uh, yeah, I think he's alive. You think he lives through it? All right. Yeah. Uh, Dan, Eli, do either one of you want to weigh in on this one? Sure. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, who lives? Oh, I don't want to do your list. Okay, then go ahead. Who lives? <laughs> Jon Snow lives. Yes. Cersei dies, and yeah. Samwell tells the story. Oh. Ooh. I think we end with Samwell as the hand of the the uh, king. Really? And Ooh, he's really? Writing, and he's writing the king's history, and he decides to go with a poetic title, Song of, of uh, Ice and Fire. And then, oh my God! What if it's a as the super credits begin meta. to roll, his chubby little face turns into George, George R. R. Martin's Martin. chubby little face, no! and he's typing oh with two God. fingers <laughs> to finish up the last book. Oh, I love that's it. how it ends. Yes, I Listen, love it. If that's not how it ends now, they better change it because that's <laughs> epic. Yes, that's epic. Oh my God! Elijah, you want to venture any guesses on this one? Uh, who are they? Na- give me names, right. and I'll. No, no, I'm in this. What's what's the show okay. called? I got this. I okay, got this. okay. Tyrion. Game of chairs. <laughs> Whether or not they die, Tyrion. Yes, Tyrion dies. Arya Stark. No. no. Uh, Jamie Lannister. Yes. Cersei. Yes. Do you know any of these actual people I'm talking I've about? I've never seen a single bit of the show. Okay, <laughs> Liz. <laughs> You did. Dolores. You did Amazon Thrones <laughs> with Dolores. us. No, I didn't. Dolores. <laughs> Who the fuck is Dolores? From Westworld. <laughs> oh, really? I was going Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter. I believe she was raped to death by centaurs. <laughs> Read the book. Yeah. 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 Read um, the book. Um, no. I think that Tyrion lives um, and um, John and Daenerys rule together. That's, yeah. that's not what I think. It's what I want. Right. Uh, I think Tyrion remains the hand. I think Samwell goes back to, and becomes like the new Maester Aemon. The green, yeah, Grand Maester. You know what I mean? Either um, way, he yeah. writes the story. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I do. I do. I do agree with you. I do think that he writes the story absolutely. Um, Arya, I think Arya has to die. Or is yeah. she already? I think Arya. Why? I just, I just think that's the only way she goes out on top. I just think the only way that Arya goes on top is she does something super fucking heroic, like saves the fucking day, 
and dies while saving the day. And it's going to suck and we're going to hate every minute of it, but it's going to feel right in the same sense. Hodor. Um, Hodor. Um, Too soon. Right. <laughs> it's been three years. <laughs> it's still All too right. soon. What I asked um, my girl to Cer- hold the door for me. Cersei obviously dies because the prophecy says that she dies. Um, Jamie kills yeah. her. And then I think he kills himself out of like guilt for like killing the love of his life slash sister. That he fucked. Slash baby mama. Slash baby mama. Where does kill her? Sisters that they fucked. No, I do think, you think. Do you think John and Daenerys are brother and sister? No, the they're cousins. cousins. I thought they were aunt and. Oh no, that's right. She, yeah, he's her nephew. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, oh. she's his aunt. Which what is somehow so, that somehow makes it creepier. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It really does. Uh, I don't know. Is what's worse, twins or aunt and nephew? <laughs> twins. twins. <laughs> That's, it. that's that's real easy. That's not a debate. <laughs> Twins is worse. Well, that's kind of like just you being with yourself. No, no, it's <laughs> not. No, no. If it was identical but, twins, I'm with you. Yeah, but they're yeah. fraternal they're, twins. They're two right. separate eggs. Okay. They're two separate people. They're heads the different sexes. You know, but 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 it would not be a final Game of Thrones episode if Elijah didn't say something that made us all go what. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for that. <laughs> Global warming obviously lives. Uh, all right. Is that the last one? Please tell me the last one. Thank God. Danielle. Thank you. What? Oh, God. It's been, uh, uh, so Danielle. She was playing a game on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> it has Classic. been. Danielle did, uh, Danielle did our, our first, uh, hundred episodes with us and, uh, actually joined the show. I, I remember this very clearly. We are at this, uh, uh, what's the, what was the name of the four restaurant? Rivers. What's that? No, no, no. It was were no, we at four rivers. No, it was at this, me, you and Beckers were sitting at this restaurant oh, that's on the, on the, the water. Yeah. Uh, down on South Orlando off the, I don't know. Hillstone? No, 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 no. South, South Orlando off of 441. It, it was it had a girl's name. Jill's on the Rachel's. No, no, no. no. Uh, Jill's on the water. I think it's Jill's on the water. Yeah. Something like that. No, I but know. I was telling Only her. Only time I ever went to that restaurant. Yeah. I uh, was at the place across the street from Vanberry's. I don't care. On Orange Avenue. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. The okay. point is, we were, I was sitting there telling about this podcast that I was going to start, and uh, Danielle looked at me and said, "I'm g- you. You put me on the pot. You have to." No, no, she didn't ask. I want to be real clear. She did not ask. She nope. told me you're going to put me on your podcast. Uh, you're going to make me your co-host, like not just like you're going to make me a guest command because yeah. a lot of people have like said, you've got to, I really want to be a guest. Put me on the show as a guest. Danielle said, you're going to make me a co-host and I didn't really know how to tell her no. So a uh, hundred episodes <laughs> later to be, to be fair, you did actually think about it. I did. Well, I thought about it in the same way that I think about it when my wife tells me what we're going to do next. Uh, <laughs> You know, like I make a show like I have a choice in the matter, but we all know how this is going to go. Well, and I'm sure in Danielle's <laughs> mind and heart, she thought Al's going to make me Internet famous. Yeah, I'll teach no. you. How'd that turn out? It, I'm just saying. Turn out good? That wasn't even yeah. a thing I was interested in, <laughs> oh. Eli. But uh, but yes, yeah, so we 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 love you and we really appreciate all you Absolutely. did for the show. Uh, you helped make Thanks. it what it is. So uh, and we're so glad you could join us for our last run of geek predictions. So much love. Thank you. All that. Thank you. Yeah, you're Bye, welcome. Do I, Bye. do I hang up on her? No. Yeah, hang yeah. up on her. Oh, okay. Bye. Yeah, hang up on Bye. me. Bye. Bye. <sighs> All right. Let's pay some bills one last time. Paying the bills. 
Uh, we're going to start off here with, uh, with uh, uh, thejlmo.com. JLO, of course, the best author in Central Florida ever. Uh, <laughs> I'm not just saying that because she brought us 40 Crystal Burgers that we've eaten like Let's call it half of. I don't know. We've eaten so many goddamn crystal burgers. I've had, I've like choked down two. I've had more than that. So, uh, where did I have it here? Hang on. Let me find my recommendation. I had to have one with cheese and one without cheese because because uh, I've never had a crystal burger. Ooh, I don't know that cheese. Uh, un- so I've got two. First, first, I just got to tell you, like, as our main book recommendation, the McShane murder mi- mini mystery series. Mm-hmm. You've uh, never actually recommended. <clears throat> The McShane mini murder mystery series. Well, it's always been the plug, but well, it's never been the recommendation. You well, know, it, they're like a dollar a piece, dollar ninety nine yep. a piece. If you can't afford it, I'll just I'll send you a copy, guys. Yep. There's five of them though. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, and it starts with billionaire at the bar. So you guys should check that out. How does JLMO feel about um, pirating her? Work. Well, since it's only a dollar a piece, she'd prefer you did not. Okay. But if you've enjoyed the show at all, uh, she has been one of the people that have that has made it possible. So do us a favor. Check it out. Billionaire at the Bar is the first book in the McShane murder mini mystery series. They're short books, 99 cents available on Kindle, and you should check them out. Uh, also here, I just thought I figured I should mention one more. Uh, I haven't even gotten to look at it yet, but Unfettered 3, mm-hmm. Unfettered, that's U-N-F-E-T-T-E-R-E-D. Unfettered 3 is an anthology of uh, sci-fi and fantasy stories, including Brandon Sanderson and a whole bunch of other authors. So after you finish the McShane Murder Mini Mystery series, if you'd like to go uh, look for your next favorite author, you can see a bunch of samples of their work on this uh, anthology series. It's Unfettered 3. That is in, uh, that's available on your downloads now. So there it is. There is our final book review. Up next is the last time that we say goodbye to Kelly. So everybody, real quick, one more time, say goodbye to Kelly. Bye, Kelly. Goodbye, Kelly. Bye, girl. Bye, Kelly. <laughs> girl, bye. <laughs> bye, Felicia. Uh, and then, and then, one of our very favorite pastimes, one that I will admittedly truly miss. Mm. Let's do Liz's mom. Let's do her. So Liz's uh, mom. We're not going to stop doing Liz's mom because the show's over. That'd be absurd. (laughs) But we'll stop getting. We will stop getting the puns. puns. Yeah, and you'll also stop getting paid to do Liz's mom. Right. Right. We'll still. We'll still have sex with her. So. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Did it. I did it. I've been waiting. I've waited so long (laughs) to just just go for it. It's out in the open. Oh there we my go. God. I'm really glad we I was toying with the idea of Skyping her in for this, and I'm really glad. Oh, I'm sorry. I was wondering if that was actually happening. I <laughs> want to be clear here. I would have no, said the same thing ver- if she were there. I'll be very clear here. I love my mother very much, but there's a reason that I tell her jokes because whereas she has incredible material, she fucking sucks at the delivery. <laughs> I love you, Mom. <laughs> All right, what we got? All right. Uh, so in honor of the very last episode and uh, her gratitude for you letting her tell these corny, corny puns for so long, um, she has requested that this, so this isn't exactly a pun pun, but it's more of her favorite dirty joke, which awesome. was actually my grandfather's favorite dirty joke. Awesome. All right. I was excited. Yep. I'm loving so, it. Let's do this thing. All right. So there's tell a, I said hi. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll say it. No, I'll tell her. Jesus Christ. Okay. So there's this young entrepreneur who has made uh, what he believes to be the best beer ever, and he needs to introduce it to the public. So he makes an appointment with an ad agency, and on the day of the meeting, he enters the conference room and places a case of his beer on the table. He tells the ad agent, I want you to drink this beer and produce an advertisement for it. I'll be back in two weeks. 
So two weeks go by. The entrepreneur returns to the ad agency and he's led into the meeting room. The ad agent unveils a beautiful painting of a lake with a sandy beach. There's a canoe pulled up on the sand and a little further up on the sand is a picture of a young couple having sex on a blanket. The entrepreneur is really confused. He says, this is a beautiful picture, but what does it have to do with my beer? The ad agent says, well, that shit's fucking close to water. (laughs) 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 It's kind of punny. It's kind of a pun. It's a dirty joke with a pun wrapped into it. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. I like that. I think that would be my favorite one that she's done. She really, (laughs) she went out on top. We had to, oh God, ow! (laughs) So... I do mean that, though. That was my favorite joke that she's done. Uh, I actually have one more shameless plug. Speaking of people who uh, help pay the bills, uh, I, I'm going to give a, one more one more kind of recognition here to actually my wife uh, because for 207, 208 episodes, mm-hmm. uh, she has uh, taken care of the kids once a week uh, all by herself. She has allowed us allowed me to spend legitimately thousands of dollars over the past four years. Uh, on trying to get this thing up and off the ground and to follow my passions and my dream. She's been incredibly supportive the entire fucking time, has never once even batted an eye uh, at the late nights and at the long hours and at all of the time and the effort and the work. And I'm not trying to take away from anybody else's uh, spouse here, but um, as somebody who's been chasing this dream and who, to be 100% clear here, this is neither the first nor last cockamamie bullshit idea that I have sunk a lot of our money into. Uh, but she has been there for me and been supportive the entire goddamn time. So, uh, and still, by the way, also, just to be clear here, listen to every goddamn episode, including the first five that never aired. <laughs> She listened to all five of those. And for that, even forget anything else. And she let you continue. And she let me continue because she thought it can't get any worse. Uh, (laughs) And so I just want to say a real big thank you to Jen for the love and support uh, through the last four years and through the last 14. So there. All right. Let's do some shameless plugs. Who's going? Who wants to shamelessly plug something? Oh, Dan, do you have? Do you have anything? Uh, Yeah, actually, you can find me at Uh Epic Events Orlando dot com. Is that new? No, no, it's been around for a while. You should have um, mentioned it, dude. But what? I what? Where? I, know, I mean, but it's not about me. Is it going to cover all of my DJ services? All of your DJ needs. Okay. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. But what if I need music? Got you. Lights. Got you. What if I want a specially created bat symbol to play on the wall as an image during my wedding? Girl, please, I got you. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. And I'd also like to to say thank you to my wife, Michelle. Uh, She's been uh, very understanding of this project as well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And thank you to Al for letting me, uh, for inviting me to be a part of this. I Uh, love the way he makes it sound like he had a choice. Isn't that cute? (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's been, uh, it's been great. It's been great hanging out with you guys every week and getting to talk about the shit we love. And uh, I especially loved having the platform, uh, to get some feelings out when we lost Stanley. Oh, you made he made it. You made it. Yep, we made it for him. Yeah, we did. It's <laughs> the only reason we had this many more episodes. Oh, um, so let me do like a real plug. Yeah, first, right? The library. Do you like action? I do like action. Do you like riveting dialogue. Yes. And marbles. I love marbles. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh. Great character arcs. Yes. Mm-hmm. And endings that just are you're are totally understandable. Yes. Don't watch Godzilla 3. 
There's like there's this Godzilla animated series on Netflix, right? There was one. There was two. And three finally dropped, and me and my older son finally were like, we started watching the uh, Hulk versus. And we're like, oh, this is terrible. Let's go watch <laughs> Godzilla three. So you're doing two unplugs right now. As as <laughs> yeah. Did you go back to Hulk? Was it that bad? Or no, no, we, we watched the whole thing because it was like it's the third of a trilogy. <laughs> like, well, well yeah. we're committed. <laughs> the first two were great action, like classic animes and Godzilla and all this good stuff. When you watch the first two Sharknados, <laughs> you have to watch the third yeah, one. Al. Exactly. <laughs> and oh it was my. just like. Who made this? Like, there's no action. Wow. Weird aliens come from other dimensions. There's and no action in a Godzilla movie? No. Like, kind of at the very end, but Godzilla can't actually touch it because it's from another universe, <laughs> and it's like, oh, God. It's all, like, weird religious, and yeah, yeah it's really bad, guys. Don't uh, you can okay. watch the first two because you basically get a satisfactory ending from the second one. All right. And thank you, Liz, Al, Dan. My wife, my family, friends, all you who have helped me so hard. <laughs> I didn't ask to be on this show. I was slowly but steadily just <laughs> roped into being on the microphone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I appreciate it and still uh, kind of regret it. <laughs> I believe <laughs> me and Al looked at each other and we we're like, what are you going to be sitting there? We might as well get we can't. Like, well, I think mostly. You got to put a mic in front yeah. of him. Since seventh grade. Dan and I aren't going to do something to not force Elijah to join us. Right. Well, it was like that's Al, been the case for like 25 years now. Yeah. Al's not here this week. We need someone else on microphone. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, it was. An- I'll put one in front of me, guys, but that's all. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then we got probably the best zinger of the entire show from you last episode. Which one? My girlfriend loaded one line at a time. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that was there good. Go. All of it was culminating in that moment. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It's like everything that you've done in your life led you up to that point. It's like <laughs> going it's all downhill from here. It's like going <laughs> to the landfill and finding a diamond ring. I mean, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> There's bound to be one in there. Just, exactly. you know. Right? Original oh my God. ET Atari game. Yep. Thank you, listeners. <laughs> honestly, I've, I've had feedback over the years. I've had engagement, and it's been awesome dealing with all of you. And it's meant a lot. Liz. Uh, so my final shameless plug is for you, Dan. For me? Um, I'm going to plug Behind the Curve on Netflix, mm. which is a documentary about Flat Earth Society. Oh, yeah. I started that. <laughs> yeah. Behind the Curve. Oh, it's yeah. pretty and amazing. it is hilarious <laughs> because it's basically, it's kind of mean because they think it's a serious documentary mm-hmm. and they think that they're being seriously interviewed. And really the whole thing is just like the daily show interviews. Yeah. It's kind of like highlighting like how ridiculous they are. And also there's so many moments in the documentary where they like just disprove their own theory through their experimentation. And mm-hmm. I put that very loosely in quotation marks and they just continue to be like, well, it's flat. <laughs> But it's a documentary, so we can it's cite it so as a professional good. source now. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that's my my final shameless plug. And then, uh, God, shit. I'm just going to go full on Oscar speech about it, and you guys are going to have to play me off. Play, uh, play the music. <laughs> uh, that's me. That's me. I got it. Uh, I mean, obviously, thank you. you guys. I mean, I think I, you three, you know, well, you two kind of talk about how you were, like, forced into this. And, I mean, me, like, the first time I came and, sat and observed the show with Bouye, Anthony Bouye, 
Booyah! And I came to sit in the studio at Factor to watch you guys record. And then I was like, holy shit, that's really cool. I want to do that sometime. And you told me, well, you've got to be an expert in something. And I was like, Game of Thrones, bitch. And you were like, <laughs> oh shit, okay. And then I came on for the first time mm-hmm. for the freaking bat. <laughs> Batman for Superman review before yeah, we actually did reviews. And, when Al was out of town. Right? And, yeah, that was a terrible episode. Oh, God. Hey, but, but, <laughs> but I saved that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go with that. With my, with my, with my Star Wars rating. But God, I don't know. I just like, I wanted to do this. You know, this was something that I wanted to do and I was really, I mean, I'm thankful to you, Al, for choosing me as your co-host, but I'm also really thankful to the girl that fell asleep in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably ahead of me in the running for the ghost. So, so thanks for that. Cause I really had a lot of fun doing the show. I forgot about that. <laughs> we're not, we're not naming names. We're not naming names. Although no, that was amazing. You know who you are. <laughs> That's, no, that was amazing. It's been a blast. True, it's been also a blast. amazing. It's been incredible. Mm. Um, it's given me uh, a platform to kind of voice opinions that I don't even think I knew I had until I had them. And I really have realized that I'm really passionate about, you know, kind of having a public forum to s- shout about the things that I think are important. And so that's been really rad. And we've had so many amazing guests, and I think we forged so many so many amazing relationships through the show. I mean, God, like, thank you, like, Tim and Amanda Zoshak, and, like, thank mm-hmm. you, Scott Horn, and thank you, Brad Hitton, and thank you... Nixie and Grace. Nixie, Nixie and Grace. Grace. Thank you. Thank you, T. Bradford Patrino. You know, just... Katrina. Rose. Thank you, Kelsey Rose. I mean... All of the Katrinas. Yes. All of the Katrinas, just... Both of the redheaded Haley's. <laughs> Oral. <laughs> yes. Thank Oral. you. Oh, thank you, Oral. Uh, we've just... We've done... We've done some really cool shit, guys. Hashtag Durden. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hashtag make Tyler make Durden, Durden famous. famous. Oh, oh yeah. thank you, Durden. Uh, all right, so um, I get my. I have two. I have two legit plugs, and then I'm gonna do my little thing. Uh, Shut up and sit down, which is a fantastic board game reviews on uh, on YouTube. On did the, tube. The, the the most bonkers thing. They actually did a full playthrough of Twilight Imperium. So Twilight Imperium. Like, if you look at Candyland as one end of the board game spectrum, Twilight Imperium is the one that hardcore board game geeks are like, <laughs> bro, that's too deep, man. <laughs> it is this game. This game, if you play the full model, will take around 14 to 17 hours to play way straight through. Okay. Uh, it takes a level of there is a f- in order to play Twilight Imperium with me, you have to watch a 45 minute YouTube series to learn how to learn how to play. So uh, shut up and sit down, basically recorded their entire game. And then in reality show style, did breaks for people to come sit down by by themselves with the camera to talk about what they were going to do next and what was going on. It's amazing. Um, yeah, they do a great job. Oh and, my and is God. this the uh, the newest Twilight Imperium edition? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Fourth edition. This one is only six to eight hours long, I think, total. So eight eight hours long, which is, which means they played an abbreviated version. They didn't play with everything because experienced players also experienced players. And there's only four of them. 
Whereas the, the we, memory cards are only so big, right? <laughs> so uh, uh, if you just, uh, it's just, it's there. Also, um, just as on the other end of the spectrum here, because we do both the heavy, heavy geek and the barely geek. Uh, there was a trailer that dropped, fake. I'm sorry, a fake trailer that dropped called Bel Air. Uh, which reimagines Dude. the Fresh Prince in 2019. Dude, that was amazing. I would watch the fuck out of that. Like, <laughs> I never thought so wait, you're plugging a fake movie. Right I am, no. I'm plugging a fake movie trailer. No, this is like if I won the lottery, the first thing I might do is just throw a lot of money at these guys to remake. The, they didn't call it. No, they, call, they didn't call it Fresh Prince. They just no, they call it, it Bel Air. Bel Air. It's just Bel like, Air. The, everything about it is amazing. If you haven't seen it, certainly so good. It. So there, there's my two extremes. Uh, and just thank you to fucking everyone from the, from the, the, from Zwayne who will let us use the studio for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, the director of emergency management for Seminole County and the pharmaceutical grade of an M's to factor 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 mm-hmm. and, and, and Doug, Doug Brown and the incredible connections. I can't, they did list is fucking too long. All and of our patrons, especially our Patreon subscribers, GMO, Leanne, all of you guys mm-hmm. game Alliance, that is- guy, that guy. That, that guy. guy. How have we not yeah, that, guy. that guy? That guy. That guy kept us afloat for a while. He did. His money His money got us through some really lean parts that we almost didn't make. Uh, just, I mean, just the number of fucking Are we people. still not allowed to say that guy's name? Nope. nope. We ain't going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, he's just all of them. They've, it's, it's been such an insane ride. The Facebook page is continuing. For those who are curious, you can still hang out with us on Facebook. Um, whether or not the website stays up depends on whether or not I figured out how to turn off the auto renew <laughs> uh, uh, before it hits. It's likely I won't. The, uh, the Facebook's going to stay up and, and, and look out for me because I'm not, I'm not going to not do a final season of Amazon Thrones. There you go. So, uh, yeah. So we'll we're. I'm we're, not going to promise good quality. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see what happens next. But um, we just for now, though. Thank you guys all just so much. It's been an incredible ride. So, uh, with a heartfelt gratitude to uh, to producer Dan, to co-host Liz, to technical director Eli, to co-host Danielle, uh, and to all the amazing, amazing people who made this show possible for the last time. This is Al Sterling saying. Thank you. So I know you're listening, wondering, like, is he going to do like an after thing? Is he going to do like an MCU post credit scene? And I am. I am. And I'm going to just, it's not going to be long. It's not going to be a big deal. It's just going to kind of encapsulate, I think, one final thought uh, uh, on behalf of For Geek's Sake, our listeners, our Patreon subscribers, uh, and everyone that's been around there. Um, Fuck you, Gamer Gators.